You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. Quite possible. And don't tell me that this former ABC News president, James Goldston, has any interest in pursuing the truth. This is the same guy who spiked the Jeffrey Epstein bombshell after ABC News had it first. Many victims could have been spared. And yet, he never had to answer any questions about that. Now, did he? Meanwhile, I'm old enough to remember just about six months Months ago, January 6th, 2022, one year after the riot, a day when Democrats and many allies in the media were so over the top, almost to the point of being cartoonish, that the American people turned off the wall to wall to wall coverage on other networks. There was barely a ratings bump despite all the hype. We even saw Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi invite the cast of Hamilton to perform because this isn't theater or anything. Meanwhile, Americans, including myself, were were mortified by what we saw at the Capitol that day in 2021. There should be an investigation into what happened so it doesn't happen again. And not whatever this weaponized version is coming up in terms of this committee. As it stands in June 2022, Americans are overwhelmingly concerned about inflation, about gas prices, about crime, about the border, about immigration, and about their kids' education and safety far more than political theater at this point. Democrats hope that this is going to change the ballgame for the midterm elections. They will be proven wrong. I'm Joe Conchie. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. for by the Centennial Group. Attention victims of clergy abuse. If you or a loved one has suffered abuse by a clergy member or a priest, then you must listen to this message. Our attorneys have resolved clergy abuse cases in several states and will provide a private and confidential consultation to finally address this abuse and help you get the compensation you deserve. Since the 1980s, more than $3.8 billion has been paid in lawsuits and settlements against allegations of sexual abuse by clergy members and priests. Our attorneys are experienced in these matters and will fight to get you compensation due to psychological emotional, and physical abuse by a clergy member or a priest. If you are suffering and need help, call our Confidential Victims Helpline now at 800-585-6765. You need a legal team that has decades of experience in helping individuals like you. You pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. Call the Confidential Victims Helpline now to speak privately. Call 800-585-6765. That's 800-585-6765. Again, 800-585-6765. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. Waking up every day, lifting him from the bed to the wheelchair to the car to get him to therapy on time. It's no small task between the doctors and the diagnosis, but nothing can disable this love. This is my big brother, my hero. He's part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. <laughs> See, there's no time for tired. This starts again tomorrow. He'll be waiting for me. I wake up for him. I know he needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community or call 877-333-5885. Caregiving Resource Center, support for your strength. 
brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. He ran for state office and was beaten. Started a business and failed. Ran for Congress and lost. But thankfully, Abraham Lincoln didn't give up. Persistence. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Protesters back outside Brett Kavanaugh's house. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. They were there last night, some banging drums, hours after an armed man was arrested outside the Supreme Court justice's home, telling police he was suicidal and wanted to kill Kavanaugh, upset over conservative justices appearing ready to overturn the ruling that legalized abortion. The House could soon take up a bipartisan Senate-passed bill that would increase security for Supreme Court justices and their families. This comes as Attorney General Merrick Garland tells Fox he will do everything he can to prevent threats. Threats of violence and actual violence against the justices, of course, strike at the heart of our democracy. But Utah Senator Mike Lee is accusing the Attorney General of not enforcing laws that are already on the books about protesting outside justices' homes. Fox's Sean Langell, House Democrats have passed new gun restrictions, raising the age of buying semi-automatic rifles, limiting high-capacity ammo magazines after an emotional hearing. No citizen needs an AR-15. These weapons are designed to do the most harm in the least amount of time. Zaneda Everhart's son was among the wounded in the Buffalo supermarket massacre. Relatives of the Uvalde, Texas school shooting also testified. Top committee Republican James Comer warned against knee-jerk reactions. We must carefully consider the security posture of vulnerable targets sought out by evil people. House Democrats are expected to advance several gun restrictions this week. That package is not expected to move forward in the 50-50 divided Senate. Fox's Jared Halpern tonight. The Democrat-led House committee investigating last year's Capitol riot holds a hearing that will air on live TV at 8 p.m. Eastern. The January 6th Select Committee says it will present previously unseen material, receive witness testimony, and provide the American people an initial summary of its findings. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. Most Republicans say... Democrats are just playing politics, calling tonight theater. Another record at the gas pump. The price rose more than a penny today for regular. AAA now has the national average at four ninety-seven a gallon. America's listening to Fox News. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. President Biden is in Los Angeles meeting with other leaders from south of the border at a summit for the Americas. Safe and orderly migration is good for all of our economies, including the United States. But on the other side of that coin. When all unlawful migration is not acceptable, 
We will enforce our borders, including through innovative, coordinated action with our regional partners. This is a big new caravan of migrants makes its way through Mexico, starting a 3,000-mile trek to the U.S. border this week. The migrant caravan continues to grow. Organizer Luis Villagran telling Fox News it's 14 to 15,000 strong now, and the migrants have begun to get humanitarian visas, which allow them to work and move freely throughout Mexico for up to 180 days. Meanwhile, here in the Rio Grande Valley, the numbers continue to surge. In the last 10 days, more than 13,000 apprehensions, more than 1,100 known gotaways. In Hidalgo, Texas, Griff Jenkins, Fox News. Also in Texas, three families are suing the state over investigations into medical treatments for their transgender kids. The lawsuit comes about a month after the Texas Supreme Court allowed the state to investigate parents of transgender youth for child abuse, but it also ruled in favor of one family among the first contacted by child welfare officials following the order by Republican Governor Greg Abbott. Arkansas last year became the first state to enact a law prohibiting gender-confirming treatments for minors. A judge blocked the Arkansas law, and the state is appealing. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are rising the day after selling. The Dow dropped 269 points in the NBA Finals. Tatum drives inside, lays it in. The long arms of Jason Tatum. The Boston Celtics beat the Golden State Warriors 116 to 100 on ESPN. It gives the Celtics a two to one series lead game fours tomorrow. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Stocks ending lower on concerns that global central banks will keep raising interest rates to slow growth and tame hot inflation. Investors are also awaiting key inflation data, which will be released on Friday. The Dow falling 269 points, the Nasdaq down 89, S&P 500 down 45. In Campbell Soup, stock popped 1.5% as higher prices and better supply chain conditions lifted quarterly sales. The food maker also raised its full-year sales guide. And shares of Novavax jumped over 5% after the Food and Drug Administration's advisory panel backed the company's COVID-19 vaccine. While Moderna stock rose over 2%, the drug maker says its experimental COVID-19 vaccine that combines its original shot with protection against the Omicron variant appears to be effective. Moderna plans to submit the data to the Food and Drug Administration. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived, but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 6.06 in the morning, going on 6.07, and it is 78 degrees outside. It's a three-stick deodorant type of day today. Oh, yeah. Daniel Phillips says lots of sunshine, 10% chance of showers, and a high of 94. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5, Cape Hell, I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Evangeline Parish, where three escaped inmates are now in custody. Joseph Kirkland, Justin Malawsaw, and Atticus Miller all escaped from the parish jail late Wednesday afternoon. They were free for about 12 hours before they were captured. 
The Lafayette City Council says no to a pay raise for the Lafayette Police Chief position. Mayor President Josh Guillory proposed raising the chief's salary from $132,000 to $170,000 to attract more candidates for the job. Councilmember Glenn Lazard asked why the chief's job was advertised with the higher salary before the council could vote on the change. Council members Andy Nockhan questioned, or council member rather, Andy Nockhan questioned, the proposed salary is compared to salaries in other cities. For example, Baton Rouge's chief makes $145,000. New Orleans's chief, only $180,000. City council members also want answers about the St. Martin Spoil Banks project and LCG's other drainage projects. Specifically, they want to know why the Spoil Banks project wasn't bid out and why it was performed under an as-needed excavation contract. Council Chair Nanette Cook says she wants those answers within two weeks. A bill that would allow students who want the top scholarship to substitute computer coding for the foreign language requirement is on the governor's desk. Its sponsor says it could create more pathways to jobs for Louisiana students. David Grubb has that story. Monday, the legislature approved a bill that will allow students seeking TOPS eligibility to substitute computer coding for foreign language credits. SB 191 was sponsored by Slidell Senator Sharon Hewitt, who says there's a critical shortage of coders in the state. We have to triple the number of computer coding people in our state in the next five years just to meet the current demand that we can forecast. While there was pushback from some lawmakers who believe foreign languages are essential, Hewitt says she doesn't disagree. She just wants to provide another option for students that could better serve their academic needs and give them a marketable skill at the same time. I'm David Grubb. On the COVID front, Lafayette area hospitals and nursing homes are seeing a slight uptick in COVID cases. Health officials say, though, they'll make it through the increase okay. Meanwhile, another COVID vaccine could soon be available in the United States. Brooke Thorington has that story. LSU Health New Orleans Chair of Genetics, Dr. Lucio Mille, says the Novavax offering consists of two shots, and as opposed to using RNA... This is a traditional technology that has been used for decades. And while other two-dose vaccines use spike protein to elicit an immune response... This time, the vaccine delivers the actual protein. Mille says the virus is here to stay and will continue to mutate, so Having many different vaccines available that work by different technologies is going to be a very useful tool. I'm Brooke Thorrington. A story that we nearly missed, UL and the Diocese of Lafayette announcing their land and cash agreement. UL will get the former Lourdes property at the corner of St. Landry and St. Mary. Meanwhile, UL, or the diocese rather, will get property adjacent to Earl K. Long Gymnasium to build a new Our Lady of Wisdom chapel. So there you go, a new Our Lady of Wisdom coming soon to the UL campus and the College of Nursing and Health Sciences at UL getting a new home soon. A bill on Governor Edwards' desk would allow truckers to pull tandem trailers on the state's roadways. Kevin Gallagher has those details. Truckers used to call them wolf wagons, and they haven't been seen here in many years. But Norco Democrat Senator Gary Smith says his rest bill brings them back. It's going to allow one truck to pull essentially two trailers, two 20-foot container trailers. He says the four-year pilot program hopes to alleviate supply chain issues and trucker shortages without putting more wear and tear on Louisiana roadways because the load will be spread out over more axles. Than if you were just carrying this much weight with a traditional trailer. He says tandem loads will still have to be under 37,000 pounds per axle. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In sports, the Boston Celtics take the lead in the NBA Finals. The Celtics beat the Golden State Warriors 116-100 last night to go ahead in the series two games to one. Steph Curry suffered a leg injury late in the fourth quarter. The Warriors say he's day-to-day. Then again, we're all day-to-day. In college softball, Oklahoma hit six home runs to beat Texas in the first game of the Women's College World Series Finals. That, by the way, is the new Women's College World Series record. The Sooners thrashed the Longhorns in game one 16-1. 
Game two tonight at 7 o'clock on ESPN. Bernie, did the Los Angeles Angels lose yesterday? I don't know. Yes, they did. Oh. one nothing to the Boston Red Sox. The Fallen Angels losing streak now stands at 14 games. Again, if you think your day is bad, at least you're not a Los Angeles Angel. Mm-hmm. And if you live in Belt Chase and or Sulphur, you had a good day yesterday. In fact, a good day last night. Someone in Louisiana, specifically in Belt Chase, won $200,000 playing the Powerball last night. Someone in Sulphur won $50,000 on the Powerball last night. Uh, three people won a million dollars. Massachusetts, Ohio, and Tennessee, the states where that happened. Nobody won the big one, though. Powerball jackpot for Saturday, $228 million. If you live in Thibodeau, yeah. you had a good night last oh. night. Someone in Thibodeau hit the Easy 5 jackpot and is $200,000 richer this morning. So that jackpot resets to fifty grand for Saturday. Lotto, nobody won it. $2,025,000 a jackpot for Saturday night. Eight people came close. They won $1,300 in change. So, hey, a few people got lucky. Also getting lucky uh, last night, a better in Vegas put down $45,000 on a five-team Major League Baseball parlay. He again? hit one $400,000. Wow. But again, a $45,000 bet, even the, that's too rich for my, uh, for my liking. All right, Uh, let's see. Do we want to do... Okay, there's choices. Yay, Yeah, we have choices today. And one of these stories, I have to take a closer look at the picture Uh to see where Uh this is. Okay, do you want want a police officer's new buddy? Hmm. Do you want Colorado police stopping to take a selfie? Or do you want... Weird animal sightings in Santa Barbara, California. Let's start with Santa Barbara, California. I mean, it sounds like it could be very fun. All of them sound good, but let's start in Santa Barbara. Let's go to Santa Barbara. Travelers in that destination have reported seeing unusual encounters in recent days. They've run into a non-native animal. Mm -hmm. Marcos Chavez was on a bike ride Sunday in the mountains above Santa Barbara when he encountered a zebra. Oh. The zebra was blocking traffic on West Camino Cielo. Mm -hmm. Uh, The zebra appeared to be trying to follow as he rode away. So Chavez said he jumped on his bike, started pedaling fast. He took three steps, but the zebra slipped and fell. (laughs) Oh, another person posted a photo of the zebra Uh a day after Mr. Chavez's encounter. Same zebra grazing next to the road in Santa Barbara. Locals suggest the animal sightings or the animal causing the sighting rather is a locally known zebra named Maynard. Oh, he's like locally owned and his name is Maynard. Yeah. How adorable is that? He belongs to a local resident, was caught on camera during previous walkabouts in 2013, 15, and 21. Okay. He is domesticated, (laughs) but known to be free roaming, according to locals. I mean, look, you know, you might be lonely. You might just need to get out every once in a while. Santa Monica officials say uh, this is a, this is a lone zebra. There's uh, the rumors of a referee convention not true. Uh, no word if Maynard's uh, middle name is Ferguson. But uh, yes, a zebra blocking the road. Now here's the thing. Technically, because it's a zebra, is it a block or a charge? I don't know. My basketball people will get that. But I'm pumped. <laughs> it's 6.14 in the morning, going on 6.15. We have a big show today on Acadiana's Morning News. Lafayette Live at Mayor President yes. Josh Guillory coming up at the 7 o'clock Do you have the traffic hour. questions? Are they burning deeply inside of you? Get them in. News at kpel965.com. Talk to us via the app chat like John does every day and Scott does every day. And, well, Rob does it every 
Almost every day. Every day. day. So if yeah. you've got a hunk of hunk of burning questions, yes. give us a call. Yes. Or text us. Or text us. Let us know. Uh, also yes. on uh, the show today, Eddie uh, Thibodeau. Yes, Almost our said friend. Eddie Guillory. No, that's uh, not him. <laughs> there are other people named Eddie Guillory, but not him. Eddie Thibodeau <laughs> will be here this morning with St. Landry Parish Crime Stoppers. And maybe, just maybe, Bernie, he'll have those breakfast fries for you. Yes. I can dream. There definitely will be some delicious. Egg Your news muffin. update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. At this point, most people are going to have that forecast pretty much memorized by now. Temperature is going to be sitting in the mid-90s. We're about 94 degrees for the high today. With the heat index getting well into the triple digits. Winds coming from the south at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. This is all coming along with mostly sunny skies. Not much of the way of rain chances again today. Maybe a few spotty showers as we roll into tomorrow. It looks like for the most part we are going to be staying dry over the next several days. Dry certainly going through the weekend and mostly into next week as well. Speaking of next week, does look like it's going to be getting hotter. 95 to 97 degree temperatures going to start becoming the norm through the extended forecast. No real major rain chances out there either. So hot and dry coming up across Acadiana. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. And right now, 77 degrees. We got clear skies. It's looking good out there this morning. Weather brought to you by Broussard Poche, certified public accountants, your firm for a lifetime. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. We do have a traffic crash with injuries this morning. It's over in Youngsville. It's Schmemetery Parkway at uh, Gio Road. That's Schmemetery Parkway over at Gio Road again. It is a crash with injuries over in Youngsville. Look, please make sure that you're buckling up and that you're working to keep it safe out there. Look, if you want to make sure that your vehicle is safe, Ross Tire and Service, great group of guys. Um, And a new lady at the desk now, too. Yeah, I was in there a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the great thing about Ross Tire and Service, they really do adopt you. Because they're family men, too, so they get it. They've got, you know, mom has a car, dad has a car, everybody's got to get to work. And now that summer camps are going on. Does, you know, little Johnny have to be picked up by 3.30? I mean, you have to have your vehicles functioning, mm-hmm. but they also understand having a family budget, especially with high gas prices right or now. Or for the parents who left little Johnny at home with the Ego uh, in the toaster, Ooh. I need to get back home to make sure he didn't burn the house down. Uh, so you definitely yeah. need Ross Tire and Service. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Look, these guys are really terrific. They, um, they just, they surround you with their kindness and their knowledge. And you can get a quote via their social media. So it's Ross Tire and Service right on Facebook. You can also go to RossTireLafayette.com. When you get there, you can send them a message and describe what's happening with your vehicle. Mine would turn over the other day, but then it would automatically within two to three seconds go kaput. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's something I'm doing wrong. So I sat there for a second and then I started communicating with them. And they're like, no, we pretty much think we know what this is. So you take it on over there, you know, they look at it, they give the whole diagnostic, you know, check, then they get you back on the road and it's easy and it's peaceful and it's like a mini museum in there. Yeah. There are so many different um, artifacts, if you will. Traffic light. Oh my gosh. 
the traffic light and um, just the the ice cream um, refrigerator so you can help yourself to some ice cream. They oh, got what? a pinball machine in there. Yeah, there's an ice cream machine I've in there. I've been there with you. I've dropped you off. I've mm-hmm. never gone in. Now I'm just going to have to go for the pinball told, machine and the ice cream That's what maker. I'm saying. And it really is like a mini museum. There's so much memorabilia in there. It's absolutely beautiful. Now, does so, the pinball machine and the ice cream? Uh, I can't talk about it. Work? It's it's a serious uh, serious subject. You got to go in there to find out for yourself. Um, all I'm saying is yes and yes. Can we take a field trip today? <laughs> we can. Ross Tire and Service. Some of the greatest people on the planet. Good guys who are going to help you out, and they get it. You got a budget. Look, a lot of people are going to be getting out on the roadways. A lot of people are, you know, like. They got that big July 4th trip that's already planned. Mm -hmm. So make sure your vehicle is roadworthy with Ross Tire and Service because the last thing you want to do is get out on the roadway and have a blowout on the tire or the engine go kakonk. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. It is coming up on 623 and KDNS Morning News. Hey, we made it to Thursday. We survived. Yeah. We are here. <laughs> so proud of us. And the best part is we don't have to be alone in the studio this morning. Lacey and Jeannie are here to talk about the 16th annual taste of Acadiana being presented by the Acadiana Apartment Association. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So um, we want to know this event is coming up on the 15th next Wednesday. So Correct. what is the event going to entail, y'all? Uh, it's a great event. Like you said, it's our 16th annual, but we've actually been operating since 2004. So just on 18 years, we had a two two year hiatus because yeah. of COVID. Um, this year, biggest event so far, the restaurants are ready to get back out there and really get back in the public eye yeah. again. We have over 35 restaurants. So you're going to be able to come in, sample from all of those restaurants. We have live music, lots of prizes. Um, and one of the best parts of it, our co-beneficiary this year is the Acadiana Veterans Alliance. Oh, um, wow. They do lots of great things for our veterans in the area. Yes, so we're excited to partner with them this year. Oh, absolutely, y'all. What a great way to be able to raise money. And, you know, like you said, these participating restaurants, there'll be music. And you mentioned prizes, too. So um, this event will be coming up next Wednesday at the Cajun Dome Convention Center. So what do we do about tickets and what do we need to know about that, y'all? We can get tickets in advance. Anybody can call the Acadiana Apartment Association um, or we can they can go to Ticketmaster and get tickets. We can deliver tickets. If people want to call us, we'll be glad to drive them to them. Um, we just want people to come out and have a good time. We have restaurants that have been doing this for years. Noah's, for instance, has been here. We love Um, them. We love them, too. (laughs) And uh, we have new ones like uh, Boutins and Karen Crow. They're a new one. Pizzaville USA is going to be there. The last time he participated, he brought muffaladas. So we don't know what he's going to do this year. Surprises on that. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good way to uh, just come out and taste all these restaurants. We support them, and then they... um, you know, support us as well. So we want everybody to come out and have a good time. And that's the thing. People may not be familiar with the Acadian Apartment Association. What exactly do you guys do? What is the Acadian Apartment Association? Uh, We're basically a local uh, association for the industry um, to give our our local apartment members um, 
most importantly, education about fair housing. Um, there's fair housing and HUD laws. Um, give them a place to network and socialize and, and kind of bring them together as a community to learn best practices and how to best serve the housing industry here locally. Wow, I love that. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. How did you guys get tied in uh, with the Acadian Veteran Alliance? It's a worthy cause, but how did uh, the Apartment Association wind up getting together with the Veterans Alliance to make this happen? Every year we uh, collectively put our thoughts together and we try to choose a beneficiary um, that is... Um, somebody that we want to help. And of course, we want to help everybody. Lacey yeah. and I were just talking about that. But the veterans, they gave so much to us that we just want to give back to them. And so every yeah. year we just choose somebody that is worthy of um, some of our time and money. Yeah, awesome. which is great because there are a lot of folks in the veteran community who, um, you know, they have to deal with, with issues, you know, dealing with, you yes. know, stable housing. And um, I, it's such a worthy, worthy cause. So you can get tickets ahead of time. Okay, and I love that Jeannie's like, you know what? We will deliver to you, too. I love that. Oh, yes. Oh. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> now, if we can't make it next Wednesday, will you deliver food to us? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, well, that's it. We'll have to talk about that. We'll, yeah. figure, it, we'll figure it out. I'll, we'll, we'll have do our whatever. people get in touch with your people. Yes, call yes, our people. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so do we, who do we call if we do? We, we say, hey, a bunch of us would like to go. We want to purchase some tickets. Who yes. Do we call, y'all? You can call me, uh, Acadiana Apartment Association. My phone number is 337-993-3354. I can honestly just sell you the tickets over the phone, put them Ooh. at will call for you the night of the, the event. We met, we try to make it a, as easy as possible. We that want everybody easy. there. Yeah. Yes. That's so great, y'all. All right. So who we, we mentioned Pizzaville USA. So you said like 35 different restaurants, y'all? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, we've also got Chops Mid-City, Drago's, mm-hmm. Half Shell, some of the best of the best in Lafayette. Oh, wow. Ones that have been here that are staples in the community and some of the newer restaurants. So oh, it's very it. exciting. They're also coming forth with the be- their best of the best. They're competing for uh, the People's Choice Award. So everybody that comes in, you're going to sample, you're going to get a ballot. Um, and you're going to vote for your personal favorite. Oh, wow. So they're coming that. here as a competition also. Oh, we man. also were able this year, we have, I want to say it's six or seven different uh, local bakeries mm. or sweet shops that are participating. So we also have a whole separate category for that. So it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Bring bring your appetite. Yeah, don't, Absolutely. if you have lunch that day, only have like one celery stalk and one cracker and that's it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You right. got to get prepared right. for Bring this. Bring it. Yes. <laughs> well, y'all, thank you so much for coming in and letting people know about it. And um, thank you all for, you know, working to to raise funds and everybody participating. Uh, veterans can definitely use some help. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Thank, thank you, you for, for having, having us. Absolutely. Lacey and Jeannie joining us. It is coming up now on 629. This is your number one news, weather and traffic source in Acadiana. This is News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. 
Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. 6.34 in the morning, 77 degrees outside. Daniel Phillips says lots of sunshine. High 94 today, 10% chance of showers in the forecast. Full look at the forecast coming up in just a few minutes for News Talk 96.5 Cape Hill. I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Evangeline Parish. Three escaped inmates are now in custody. Joseph Kirkland, Justin Malaw, Saw, and Atticus Miller all escaped from the parish jail late Wednesday afternoon. They were free for about 12 hours before they were caught. The Lafayette City Council says no to a pay raise for the Lafayette Police Chief position. Mayor President Josh Guillory proposed raising the chief's salary from $132,000 to $170,000. Reason? To attract more candidates for the position. Councilmember Glenn Lazard asked why the chief's job was advertised with a higher amount before the council could vote on the change. Councilmember Andy Nockhant questioned the proposed salary as composed to salaries in other cities. For example, Baton Rouge's chief makes $145,000. New Orleans's police chief makes one hundred eighty. City council members also want answers about the St. Martin Spoil Banks project and LCG's other drainage works. Specifically, council members want to know why the Spoil Banks project wasn't bid out and why it was performed under an as-needed excavation contract. Council Chair Nett Cook says she wants those answers within two weeks. Staying in Lafayette, UL and the Diocese of Lafayette swapping land to allow a new Our Lady of Wisdom church to be built and to allow the university to move its College of Health. The nursing school and the other health classes will move to the old Lourdes property. UL will build a campus there. Meanwhile, property adjacent to Earl K. Long Gymnasium will be swapped over to the diocese so they can build a new Our Lady of Wisdom. A bill that would allow students who want the top scholarship to substitute computer coding for the foreign language requirement is on the governor's desk. Its sponsor says it could create more pathways to jobs for Louisiana students. David Grubb has that story. Monday, the legislature approved a bill that will allow students seeking TOPS eligibility to substitute computer coding for foreign language credits. SB 191 was sponsored by Slidell Senator Sharon Hewitt, who says there's a critical shortage of coders in the state. We have to triple the number of computer coding people in our state in the next five years just to meet the current demand that we can forecast. While there was pushback from some lawmakers who believe foreign languages are essential, Hewitt says she doesn't disagree. She just wants to provide another option for students that could better serve their academic needs and give them a marketable skill at the same time. I'm David Grubb. On the COVID front, Lafayette area hospitals and nursing homes are seeing a slight uptick in COVID cases. Health officials say, though, they'll make it through the increase okay. Meanwhile, another COVID vaccine could soon be available in the United States. Brooke Thorrington has the details. LSU Health New Orleans Chair of Genetics, Dr. Lucio Mille, says the Novavax offering consists of two shots and is opposed to using RNA. This is a traditional technology that has been used for decades. And while other two-dose vaccines use spike protein to elicit an immune response. This time the vaccine delivers the actual protein. Mille says the virus is here to stay and will continue to mutate, so. Having many different vaccines available that work by different technologies, is going to be a very useful tool. I'm Brooke Thorrington. A bill on Governor John Bell Edwards' desk would allow truckers to pull tandem trailers on the state's roadways. Kevin Gallagher has those details. Truckers used to call them wolf wagons, and they haven't been seen here in many years. But Norco Democrat Senator Gary Smith says his rest bill brings them back. It's going to allow one truck to pull essentially two trailers, two 20-foot container trailers. He says the four-year pilot program hopes to alleviate supply chain issues and trucker shortages without putting more wear and tear on Louisiana roadways because the load will be spread out over more axles. Then if you were just carrying 
this much weight with a traditional trailer. He says tandem loads will still have to be under 37,000 pounds per axle. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In sports, two Boston, uh, the Boston Celtics rather take the lead in the NBA Finals. The Celtics beat the Golden State Warriors 116-100 to last night to go ahead in the series two games to one. Steph Curry suffered a leg injury late in the fourth quarter. He's listed as day-to-day. In college softball, Oklahoma hits a record six home runs to beat Texas in the first game of the Women's College World Series. The Sooners thrashed the Longhorns in game one, 16 to one, thrashed them on the backs of those six home runs. Again, a new Women's College World Series record. Sooners also set a Women's College World Series record for most runs batted in last night. Game two, tonight at seven o'clock on ESPN. Did the Los Angeles Angels lose yesterday? Yes, they did. Their 14th consecutive loss came at the hands of the Boston Red Sox. One to nothing. Nobody won the big Powerball jackpot last night, Bernie. It's up to $228 million. Nobody won the lotto. It's up to $2,025,000. Give me the money. But the oh, good wait. news is yes. we had three big winners in the state of Louisiana last night. Oh, I like that. Someone in Bell Chase who played the Powerball won $200,000. Mm. Someone who played the Powerball in Sulphur won $50,000. Nice. And someone who bought an Easy 5 ticket in Thibodeau hit the jackpot there, $200,000 wow. for that person. So a lot of people got lucky last night. All right, Bernie, we'll give you the option again. Okay. Would you like wayward animals? Would you like a policeman's new friend? Or would you like world records? Oh, let's go with the policeman's new friend. All right. We go to Slidell for this story. Or as uh, some people I know like to call it, Slittle. (laughs) Slidell police officer Thomas Swanson responded to a report of an iguana on the loose in a residential area. Okay. He showed up and he found out the animal was not an iguana. Oh, what was it? It was a bearded dragon. Okay. Which, if you're not familiar, I'm it not. looks like an it iguana. Looks like it does look exactly like that kind of. Yes. But not like it's not big like a Komodo dragon. No, 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 no. It's it's like an iguana. Well, if you go to Tijuana, maybe you can have barbecued iguana. Uh huh. If you're on a Mexican radio. Okay. Again, that's a, those of you who get your weird <laughs> 1980s new wave, you will understand that reference. I'm on a Mexican radio. All right, enough of the wall right. of voodoo. Officer Swanton keeps iguanas and bearded dragons as pets. Ah. So he picked up the lizard and started petting him. Okay. And according to the police department, the bond between Officer Swanton and the bearded dragon was instantaneous. Aww. The bearded dragon rode shotgun on Officer Swanton's patrol car. For the rest of the day, Aww. I rode shotgun in his patrol in car, car for the rest of the day. That's yeah, cool. if you're riding shotgun on the car, you may not have survived. Yeah, uh, and point. Officer Swanton took home his new lizard Aww. friend at the end of the day. Police said Swanton will care for the bearded, the bearded dragon until its owner can be found. Uh, in fact, Swanton, riding around with his new buddy, perched on his shoulder. Oh, my God, that's adorable. That's uh, really adorable. No word of anybody's called Slidell Police saying, here, lizard, lizard, lizard. 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 Okay, wait. I'm sorry, what? Here, lizard, lizard, lizard. That was glorious. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. <laughs> they have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. At this point, most people are going to have that forecast pretty much memorized by now. Temperatures going to be sitting in the mid-90s. We're about 94 degrees for the high today. With a heat index getting well into the triple digits. Winds coming from the south at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. This is all coming along with mostly sunny skies. Not much of the way of rain chances again today. Maybe a few spotty showers as we roll into tomorrow. It looks like for the most part we are going to be staying dry over the next several days. Dry certainly going through the weekend. And 
mostly into next week as well. And speaking of next week, does look like it's going to be getting hotter. 95 to 97 degree temperatures going to start becoming the norm through the extended forecast. No real major rain chances out there either. So hot and dry coming up across Acadiana. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. So right now, we've got the sunny skies, 74 degrees, and pollen is high. Repeat, pollen is high. Pollen I think we is do. high. My head is pounding in the pollen is high department. On a scale of one to uh, Willie Nelson, how bad is it? One out of ten, it's about a 12. Thank you. So, so on a scale of one to Willie friends. Nelson, it's more of a snoop. That's how high it is. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir, it is. So I I took the Claritin, but maybe it was just not powerful enough. Do you, do you like, should I look for like some Benadryl or something? What's saline solution? That's your best bet at this is point. It? Yeah. It's just, well, and I had a big fat migraine yesterday. Yeah, and that that's was not fun. helping. No. And I'm, I'm one of those fun, lucky people that when it starts, it actually interrupts my vision. Mm-hmm. You know, that's about a 30 to 40 minute process. So I was actually done with everything I had to do yesterday, but I kind of had to sit at my desk mm-hmm. until. And so what happens is the vision comes back perfectly clear. But then this massive pounding pain inside of your head. You know what you should do? What? When Brandon gets in, tell him you're going on assignment, that oh. you have a story to work. Okay. And just go to Ross and uh, go to the ice cream refrigerator. <laughs> You know, I think you might be onto something there. You, you think it could? I'll be cover helpful? for you. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure they have chocolate flavory stuff, right? Yeah, if not, uh-huh. uh, if you want something a, a little more out there, you can go across the street to the Texas stop sign. Uh, yeah, I guess, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> cool eats hot treats. Yes. Talk ninety six five. Somewhere right now, Steve Pelican is saying, "Caw cat." Now he's talking my language. Need a dilly ball. All right, we've got a stalled vehicle southwest of Angeline Thruway at Johnston. That's a stalled vehicle southwest of Angeline Thruway at Johnston. We've got a traffic crash with injuries over in Youngsville. Schmemetery Parkway at Geo Road. That's Schmemetery Parkway at Geo Road. All right, buckle up. Be careful out there. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. <laughs> hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. (laughs) Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. 
What are we gonna do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. <sighs> are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. It's coming up now on 647 on Acadiana's Morning News. Number one app chatter, John, apping with us already this morning. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Hey. He did the Fonzie with us. Hey. Good morning, John. All right, uh, Scott, number two from Plaisance. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get our traffic report a little bit later on this morning. Uh, how exciting. All right, we got another day. It's really beautiful out there. And we're going to have Lafayette Live coming up. So all those traffic questions that you always have, look, you can ask those questions. You can call into the show, 232-1542. You can send the app chat. I have a comment. I have a question. We make sure everybody gets a response. Same thing with news at kpel965.com. That goes to me and Ian and Brandon. Everybody can see it. We can ask your question right away. And so we can get to it. So whatever kind of is in the back of your brain about traffic, mm-hmm. you can give us a call. When is this project done? How come they don't do a project at, you know, X, Y, and Z intersection? Right. And, you know, so we'll talk with Warren Abadie coming up this morning. He will join us for Lafayette Live with Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, we made it to Thursday morning. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the the swap. Uh, the land swap. Yeah, uh, the land swap between uh, the land swap. swap. Uh-huh. The land swap. Uh, Lord, I can't <laughs> speak this morning. The land swap between the Diocese of Lafayette and the University of Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, it's a land and cash agreement, uh, and this really is a good move for both. For those, both of them. Those of us who like Our Lady of Wisdom Chapel as it is right now it's are going to be beautiful. a bit bummed because yeah. that facility will be abandoned for a new church once it's built across the street. On that uh, property, that's now mostly parking lot uh, adjacent to Earl K. Long Gymnasium. But uh, the diocese is looking to expand because the Catholic population at UL's campus is growing Mm -hmm. and has grown exponentially over the years. So they're looking for uh, a new Our Lady of Wisdom campus with uh, with a church. And I'd imagine a student center there as well. In exchange, the old Our Lady of Lourdes property at the corner of St. Landry and St. Mary, which has sat for the most part, vacant Kinda for what about ten there. years since they tore down since yeah. the uh, the diocese tore down the old hospital. That will now be owned by the university. In addition, the office buildings on that property owned by the diocese get transferred to the university. So the university's plan is to take that property and to make it the new home of its College of Nursing and Health Sciences. Gotcha. So they'll be able to build a new research campus there, but also at the same time. It helps fulfill part of UL's master plan by pushing the main campus even closer to the athletic complex. So by expanding there, it puts the boundaries of the campus proper only what from as the crow flies only about a half a mile, Mm -hmm. maybe a little less than that. Maybe I'd have to do the uh, pull it up on the map, but it may be closer to a quarter of a mile from the athletic complex. Because remember, the athletic complex begins at Blackham Coliseum. So it 
it comes closer to putting the university as one, uh, making the university one contiguous blob of land as land. opposed to yeah two separate uh, two separate uh, enclaves. So it's a good move for the university. It's a move that the diocese has been seeking for a long time, mm-hmm. and. Uh, for our politicians who are listening, hey, now that the UL has this property, maybe time for medical school here. Mm. We heard uh, Sharon Hewitt uh-huh. talking about bringing jobs in uh, with the TOPS bill, giving students yeah. opportunities of coding to bring more desirable jobs here to Louisiana. You want to do that? Let's help. Uh, let's continue expanding our healthcare industry here. We need a new medical school. Tulane does a good job. LSU mm. does a good job. We've but got you some know, good as, infrastructure ready to go. Right. But you know as well as I do, we need more people. And Lafayette's Sweet. a great place to build it. Amen. That's good thinking. Mostly sunny for today, Daniel Phillips says. High at 94. Blah. Mostly clear tonight, low at 77 and hot again for our Friday. The good news is, hey, the tropics are quiet. So we will take that. Yeah, and it does look very beautiful out there. We are now at 78 degrees. In In the wake of the Uvalde school shooting, I'm stunned that the focus is entirely on guns and nothing about social media's role in this tragedy. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Every mass shooter posts warning messages on social media but social media is never held accountable. With their huge profits, all of them can develop algorithms that instantly detect violent and dangerous posts. Current federal law exempts them from responsibility, no matter what's posted. The answer is simple. Legally classify social media as a common carrier, just like the phone company. In telecommunications, common carriers provide communication services to the public. If any harm is traced back to the carrier, injured parties can sue. Government can file charges. Until we do this, social media will continue to be a big part in these tragedies with no consequences. I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website, commando.com. A Simply Safe customer, Terry, was recently away for the weekend at her daughter's wedding. The morning of the big day, she got a call from Simply Safe's 24-7 professional monitoring. Simply Safe had detected water in her basement just moments after the leak started. Time was critical. Even an inch of flooding can cause more than $25,000 in damages. After talking to Simply Safe, Terry called her neighbor, who quickly turned the water off. Protecting against floods is just one of the many reasons more than 4 million people trust their home protection to Simply Safe. With a comprehensive Simply Safe system and 24 7 professional monitoring, you can have someone always looking out for you, like Terry. Plans cost under a dollar a day with no long term contracts or hidden fees, ever. You can customize the perfect system for your home in a few minutes at simplysafekim.com. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring at simplysafekim.com. That's simplysafekim.com. The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Hi, hello, welcome to Graffon Show. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Depend on it. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Gas prices are up yet again, reaching a new record high. 
AAA says the national average for a gallon of regular climbed overnight to $4.97. The Biden administration preparing to roll out COVID-19 vaccine shots for children under the age of five, pending approval from regulators. Vaccinations for little kids could begin as soon as June 21st if the FDA authorizes shots from Pfizer and Moderna. Senior administration officials say 10 million doses will be ready to go. President Biden's choice to be the top regulator for the Federal Reserve's Board of Governors moves one step closer to confirmation, a Senate committee sending the nomination of Michael Barr to the full floor for a vote. Twitter reportedly plans to offer Elon Musk access to its raw data of hundreds of millions of daily tweets to keep his proposed acquisition of the social media platform alive. Musk recently threatened to walk away from the $44 billion deal. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Steve Rappaport, invested in you. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived, but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Democrats push stricter gun laws. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. After an emotional hearing from relatives of shooting victims at a Buffalo, New York supermarket and a school in Uvalde, Texas. Lexi Rubio was killed with 18 other students. Her mother, Kimberly Rubio, telling the House Oversight Committee. Today, we stand for Lexi. And as her voice, we demand action. House Democrats are advancing bills to raise the purchase age of semi-automatic rifles and limit ammunition capacity. Measures unlikely to advance in the Senate, where bipartisan negotiations on mental health and background check provisions are continuing. Fox's Jared Halpern. Many Republicans, like Congressman Steve Scalise, say the Democrat focus is too narrow. We don't put the focus on why there's an immediate movement anytime something bad happens about taking away guns from people. Tonight, the Democrat-led House Committee that's been investigating last year's Capitol riot will hold a hearing that'll air on live TV, promising never-before-seen footage and information. Fox's Mike Emanuel at the Capitol. Leading Democrats like New York Congressman Hakeem Jeffries insist this is not about firing up their base before November's midterms. This is not a midterm issue. This is not a political issue. It's an issue about the integrity and sanctity of our democracy. Most Republicans are dismissive. We can expect a circus. Uh, the Democrats have been shameless. That's the least defiant. The congresswoman tells Fox the goal is to smear Trump supporters. Protesters were back outside Supreme Court Justice Brad Kavanaugh's home last night, angry over that leaked draft opinion appearing to show conservative justices ready to overturn the ruling that legalized abortion. They were there hours after a California man, Nicholas Roski, was arrested, charged with attempting to murder a judge. He was wearing all black, armed with a gun and a knife outside the house. Roski called police saying he had suicidal thoughts and had traveled to kill Kavanaugh. During his court appearance, Roski said he was on medication and wasn't thinking clearly. America's listening to Fox News. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. 
It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. We're waiting for more information from the U.S. military after a Marine Osprey aircraft crashed in California yesterday with five crew members on board. There are multiple reports at least four died. Days after Abbott Nutrition restarted baby formula production at a facility that was closed for months in Michigan after a recall. More shipments of formula are coming from overseas to alleviate an ongoing shortage that recall led to. It's been a nightmare for some parents. One flight carrying infant formula from Australia is set to arrive in Pennsylvania today with another from Germany scheduled to land in Fort Worth, Texas. An additional Australian shipment is due to arrive in California on Saturday. It's part of the Operation Fly Formula International campaign to ease formula shortages in the U.S. Over the next three weeks, the White House says more than 300,000 pounds of Kendamil infant formula will be shipped to the U.S. from London. The Biden administration says Operation Fly Formula has shipped the equivalent of one and a half million bottles of Nestle infant formula and is sourcing flights for millions more from Australia and the U.K. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could rise back up. Futures are moving higher the day after a return to selling. The Dow dropped 269 points. The price of gas up more than a penny today to yet another record high. AAA's national average for regular is now 497 a gallon. In the NBA Finals, Smart four to shoot, take right to space. Courtesy ESPN, Smart scored 24 points, good for just third highest on the team. Jalen Brown led with 27, Jason Tatum at a 26. The Celtics knocked off the Golden State Warriors 116-100. Boston now leads the series two games to one. Steph Curry topped Golden State with 31 points. This Fox's Bob Mortali game four of the finals is tomorrow. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It's 6.08 in the morning and 78 degrees outside. Daniel Phillips says it's going to be hot today. Have that deodorant and hairspray ready. Uh, 94, the high heat indices in the low 100s. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5, Cape Hell, I'm Ian Ozan. We start in Evangeline Parish. Three escaped inmates are now in custody. Joseph Kirkland, Justin Malasa, and Atticus Miller all escaped from the parish jail late Wednesday afternoon. They were free for about 12 hours before they were captured. The Lafayette City Council says no to a pay raise for the Lafayette Police Chief position. Mayor President Josh Guillory proposed raising that salary from $132,000 to $170,000. The idea was to attract more candidates for the job. Councilmember Glenn Lazard asked why the chief's uh, job was advertised with a higher salary before the council could vote on the change. Councilmember Andy Knockhant questioned the proposed salary as compared to salaries in other cities. For example, Baton Rouge's police chief makes $145,000. The New Orleans police chief, $180,000.
City council members also want answers about the St. Martin Spoil Banks project and LCG's other drainage initiatives. Specifically, council members want to know why the Spoil Banks project wasn't bid out and why it was performed under an as-needed excavation contract. Council Chair Nanette Cook says she wants those answers within two weeks. A bill that would allow students who want the top scholarship to substitute computer coding for foreign language requirements is on the governor's desk. Its sponsor says it could create more pathways to jobs for Louisiana students. David Grubb has that story. Monday, the legislature approved a bill that will allow students seeking TOPS eligibility to substitute computer coding for foreign language credits. SB 191 was sponsored by Slidell Senator Sharon Hewitt, who says there's a critical shortage of coders in the state. We have to triple the number of computer coding people in our state in the next five years just to meet the current demand that we can forecast. While there was pushback from some lawmakers who believe foreign languages are essential, Hewitt says she doesn't disagree. She just wants to provide another option for students that could better serve their academic needs and give them a marketable skill at the same time. I'm David Grubb. On the COVID front, Lafayette area hospitals and nursing homes are seeking a slight up are seeing a slight uptick in COVID cases. Health officials say they'll make it through the increase okay. Meanwhile, another COVID vaccine could soon be available in the United States. Brooke Thorrington has that story. LSU Health New Orleans Chair of Genetics, Dr. Lucio Mille, says the Novavax offering consists of two shots and is opposed to using RNA. This is a traditional technology that has been used for decades. And while other two-dose vaccines use spike protein to elicit an immune response. This time the vaccine delivers the actual protein. Mille says the virus is here to stay and will continue to mutate, so. Having many different vaccines available that work by different technologies, is going to be a very useful tool. I'm Brooke Thorrington. A bill on Governor John Bell Edwards' desk would allow truckers to pull tandem trailers on state roadways. Kevin Gallagher has those details. Truckers used to call them wolf wagons, and they haven't been seen here in many years. But Norco Democrat Senator Gary Smith says his last bill brings them back. It's going to allow one truck to pull essentially two trailers, two 20-foot container trailers. He says the four-year pilot program hopes to alleviate supply chain issues and trucker shortages without putting more wear and tear on Louisiana roadways because the load will be spread out over more axles. Than if you were just carrying this much weight with a traditional trailer. He says tandem loads will still have to be under 37,000 pounds per axle. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In sports, the Boston Celtics take the lead in the NBA Finals. The Celtics beat the Golden State Warriors 116-100 to last night to go ahead in the series two games to one. Steph Curry suffered a leg injury in the fourth quarter. He's day-to-day. Game one of the Women's College World Series sees a new record set. Oklahoma with a record six home runs to beat Texas 16-1. to Game two of the championship series tonight at 7 o'clock on ESPN. Nobody won the big jackpots last night, Bernie. Powerball stays at 228 or rises to 228 million. Lotto goes to 2,025,000. But we have three big winners in the state. Easy five jackpot comes off the board. Someone in Thibodeau won the $200,000 grand prize. Nice. Bell Chase had a $200,000 Powerball winner, and Sulphur had a $50,000 Powerball winner. And finally, Bernie, do you want the Wayward Animals, or do you want the Guinness World Records? Oh, I definitely want the Wayward Animals. What are they up to, and what is going on? We will start in Wisconsin, where two otters that escaped from a zoo are back in their enclosures. You know how they escaped? Tell me. Tell me what they do. Because some jack wagon or jack wagons decided to break into the zoo. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you have nothing better to do than break in the zoo. Yeah, you have nothing better to do than to break into the zoo in Baraboo, Wisconsin. That no, is the name of the on. town. Baraboo, Baraboo, Wisconsin. 
Two otters and two great horned owls escaped from the Oxner Park Zoo when someone broke into the facility late Monday night or early Tuesday morning to cut the locks off some of the habitats. Now, the otters were found swimming nearby and were safely recaptured, but thankfully, the owls still are flying around. Who? Who knows where they are? And police are asking who broke in and let the owls and the otters out. Um, so the zoo is still closed or no, excuse me, reopened yesterday. It was closed Tuesday while the search efforts went on, but no word if or when the owls will come back, but owls are smart. They, they'll find what they need and they'll come back. Now the other animal story Mm -hmm. is in New Hampshire. Okay. A woman found a lost cat. Would you like to guess how long the cat was missing? I'm saying five years. Four years. Oh, that's pretty close. Yeah, not bad. Um, How do these kitty cats finally find their way home, you know? Oh, they know. They're 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 just just like, I'm on vacation. It's like some of the missing people we get reports on where they're missing for only a half an hour before they're found. Uh They just didn't want to be found. They turned their phones off. They went away. They went to the casino. They went to the bar. They just didn't want to be found. Good point. Same thing with cats. If you can't find them, then they show up four or five years later. They just wanted to be left alone for a little uh, bit. Yeah. Uh, the okay. Salem Animal Rescue League, by the way, uh, recently contacted the woman after they found the cat. Uh, mm-hmm. The cat was uh, on a porch. Uh, just hanging out. The woman who found it was concerned for its welfare. Oh. Animal League just scanned for the microchip, and boom, went the dynamite. The chip identified the owner. The phone number, though, was disconnected. So they had to find other means of contacting the owner. And they did. Casey Monroe says her now 11-year-old tabby named Gigi uh-huh. was an indoor-outdoor cat before she ran away. Now she will be strictly an indoor cat. I'll bet. Meow. <laughs> Thank you, Meow Man. Ooh, that's Ian's Meow Mix for this morning. Yes. One more. Meow. Uh, that one's for Bob Carriker. Yeah. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. At this point, most people are going to have that forecast pretty much memorized by now. Temperatures going to be sitting in the mid-90s. We're about 94 degrees for the high today. With a heat index getting well into the triple digits. Winds coming from the south at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. This is all coming along with mostly sunny skies. Not much of the way of rain chances again today. Maybe a few spotty showers as we roll into tomorrow. It looks like for the most part we are going to be staying dry over the next several days. Dry certainly going through the weekend. And most Mostly into next week as well. Speaking of next week, does look like it's going to be getting hotter. 95 to 97 degree temperatures going to start becoming the norm through the extended forecast. No real major rain chances out there either. So hot and dry coming up across Acadiana. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Clear skies, sunny conditions. We're at 78 degrees now. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, traffic wise, here's the only thing we got working now Low Fender Bender, Vatican Road at Martinez Road. That's Vatican Road at Martinez Road. Make sure that you're buckling up out there. If you see some trouble, your eyes and ears, call us at 232 1542. You can also text us 24 7 with KPL app. It's free in the app. Our salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what's 
and bright stars through the perilous fight or the Now on 721 on Acadiana's Morning News, Bernadette Lee, you know that. But Thursday means Lafayette Live. And this Thursday means Tanya's here. Yeah. Hey, Tanya. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Not that we don't love Jamie, too. We love him, too. But we get to see you every once in a while, and it's adorable. So good to see you. Tanya Lacoste, whom we love, used to work here, too. Um, so, but now she is with uh, LCG. So, in that capacity, now we are also not alone because our Lafayette Mayor President, of course, joins us in studio for the town hall that we do every week, seven to eight on KPL. And today, as promised this morning, we are going to talk traffic. Warren Abadie, our Director of Traffic and Roads and Bridges, joins us in studio to answer your questions of. How come it's like this? Why do they do that? What happens here, et cetera? All right. So good morning, Mr. Mayor, President. Good morning. I always look forward to Thursday mornings. We do, too, as well. All right. So one of the items that's uh, in news is about salary uh, situation discussion, if you will, about uh, our Lafayette police chief. Um, 
you know, there was some discussion. Okay, so we added the additional 30 days as a government to look for candidates and consider hiring a a firm uh, to assist and guide in that. The firm was ultimately not hired. But one of the things that did come up as part of the discussion is, you know, could the salary be raised? Should it be raised? Um, the council um, kind of saw that and they voted against making the raise. So where are we with this search? What would you like to see happen? Do you think you would like the council to reconsider increasing the pay? Yeah, absolutely. And I had to step out right when that item was coming in, coming up. So I didn't have a chance to get in the dialogue. But from what I heard, I think our CAO laid out a lot of information out there and um, probably with some healthy dialogue. So I'd like to revisit it and maybe some of the council members um didn't have the opportunity to, uh, well, they had the opportunity. They just, you know, didn't have the, maybe the chance to discuss it further, maybe get some more facts. So we're here, but our goal is to be as competitive as we can, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, it's tougher and tougher to lead these, uh, these particular, uh, types of departments, police departments across our country. Lafayette's, we're very blessed because our community wraps our, our arms around our law enforcement mm-hmm. officers. We love our law enforcement officers. We're always going to support them. You know, we just need to put our, our leader, our director over there in the department in the best position to succeed and put LCG on behalf of the people in the best position to get the best candidate. Search is still going on. Mm-hmm. I think we had four or five candidates. I have an internal SOP, a policy that, that I don't I don't engage or look at any of the resumes or look at any anything about the candidates until the, the period to apply is closed and everybody's qualified. Then I'll start engaging. I just feel like it makes the process more pure and more and uh, and fair to be honest with you. Do you think you would seek an addition to continue the search? Probably. So okay. the, re- the the reason why we went to uh, budget and that's the key word budget one seventy so one hundred seventy thousand mm-hmm. doesn't mean the candidate would get the one hundred seventy thousand. But you depend- have some flexibility. Exactly. Okay. And and we can attract more possibly more uh, candidates. Um, this also does not go into effect for the current interim uh, chief of police although he's doing a great job. Talked to him this morning. Right. Um. So, but the the real what really kind of came to the forefront of me and the CAO when we were discussing this is we've engaged, uh, well engaged, we've talked to at least uh, two uh, national search firms just to make sure we're going out there getting the the best and brightest. Yes. And both of them come back and said we you need to increase the pay. I mean, it's going to be hard for us to recruit without being competitive here. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I, maybe those maybe those facts weren't necessarily. Uh, uh, processed by some of the council members. So mm-hmm. I, I respect that. Everybody's busy. You know, they come here two afternoons a month and I understand that and they're working, they have lives, they're you know, families. So I'll, I'll put that on our shoulders and we can uh, be even more proactive in our engagement and hopefully uh, we can reconsider that. But I'm, you know, I always respect the, the will of my colleagues. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that as well. And also let's just, rem- re- you know, remind everyone that most of the directors I, I can appoint without any, any restrictions, just whoever we feel is the best for the for the job. Best qualified candidate, not so you end up appointing. Chief of police a little different. Got to be uh, civil service um, mm-hmm. test approved. You have to have certain requirements. Uh, there's there's a lengthier process, and it's, it's not open to everyone. So you mm-hmm. have to you have to qualify to be considered. Uh, so I'm I'm happy that we have four to five candidates right now. I just think that to be fair and to uh, f- fulfill our fiduciary duty to our people, you know, why wouldn't we go and put ourselves in the best position to get the best? We got mm-hmm. the best officers in the world. Just want to make sure that we. Have the opportunity to get our, our long-term chief of police and best best person out there. Okay. If you go with uh, additional time, any idea about what you would request? Would it be another six months or a couple months? I wouldn't or? want to go that. And, and mm. I'm telling you guys, I don't want 
uh, Chief Monty Poche to lose all his hair and throw things at me when he sees me. He's gracious enough to mm-hmm. to lead lead the department in this transition, and he's doing a great job. And so are our majors and our and really honestly all our police officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, extension you're looking at, which usually go thirty to sixty days at a time, and mm-hmm. and that's and that's key because civil service. You know, we had again, it's not a regular director, right. so. Uh, or at least the process. It's a director just like everybody else, but it's it's uh, the process is a little different, and we have to have civil service approve an extension, and, and we work well with those guys. They do a good job. Now, in terms of the selection firm, are these selection firms the same ones that were used in the prior searches? Uh, no, and we haven't engaged one because we we can't get one to, to come and, and help us because they, they need to be. And I, I look, by the way, I respect that. I would much rather a consultant or a firm or whatever you want to call it be honest with us and not just take taxpayer dollars right. and just, you know, check the block. Here we go. Right. Okay, we need money. So I, I give major kudos to our CAO, Sidra Wingarder, for, for be, um, having her due diligence, exercising due diligence, being very objective, methodical in, in this particular process. That helps us out. But I'm also thankful to the to the companies mm-hmm. that, that were honest with us. And, I mean, both came back and said, you got to get the pay more competitive. And, and and I can see that. I mean, look, this is, I mean, this is a 24 seven job. It is, you are never off even when you're off. And then right. look at our, our other directors too. I mean, Warren knows, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. you know, our, our duty doesn't end at five o'clock. So, yeah. you know, we appreciate that. Um, but you know, we, I know when I put my head on the pillow at night, I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to, to put our people in the best position to be safe and succeed. Okay, one follow-up question on this, and then we're going to uh, take a break and move to uh, traffic. Obviously, if people have something to say or discuss about it, they can call in at 232-1542 or via the KPL app. You can also send us uh, a text that way as well. So in the last two years, there have been a lot of things that have occurred that have been, I don't know, national news that, of course, have impacted things going on here. There's been criticism yeah. that there have been too many police chiefs, too many firings, uh, et cetera. What do you think? Um, I mean, I don't think anybody comes into office and says, oh, gee, I hope I get to search for a new police chief all the time. Right. I mean, uh, you know. that definitely, definitely is not, not my goal. Um, and look, I, hey, I wish, I wish Chief Poche would stick around. I mean, he's doing a great job. I mean, let's just look at the facts. You know, 2020, you know, we had, um, you know, when I, well, 2019 to 2020, during my transition, I evaluated mm-hmm. every single department. And, you know, and, and I'm not here to, to bash anybody. I have utmost respect for the for the chief that was in before before I got in. Mm-hmm. I just felt when you looked at everything, the totality of the circumstances, I believe, I believe that the department could be that much better with, with a little more uh, or a different type. Like Most, a different approach, yeah, maybe? Yeah, a different style because it's not a knock on anybody's ability. No, it's just people have do have different styles. And it all has a fit. It's a team. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we pride ourselves on, on not having silos. I'm these sure departments you just live in a bubble. feedback from officers or... Some sort of filtered e- feedback, right? I mean, and we respect chain of command with that, um, you know, and their their civil service as well. So we mm-hmm. got a, some sensitivities, mm-hmm. and, uh, just as it relates to officers. But I do, I always like to hear back feedback from from any of our employees. So that, mm-hmm. that's that's good. Um, but looking into it, twenty twenty comes in. We had an interim chief who did a great job, Scott Morgan. Poor Scott. I'm sitting here telling him, "Hey, man, listen, two to three months." I talked to uh, civil service. Mm-hmm. We're looking, and we're forecasting two or three months. If you can just hold the fort down and let us go do a search, you know, it should be good. You can retire in, in peace. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. well, 2020 happened, and COVID happened, and mm-hmm. you know, again, this is not a regular director, so we have to have civil service testing. We couldn't even have civil. We couldn't even bring the candidates in to test. So I think it was six or seven months in. So. 
Thanks to former interim chief Morgan, who stuck around and, yep. and was a good, good, uh, good trooper for for our, our department, our city. Quite frankly, and I'm personally grateful for him. Mm-hmm. So fast forward 11 and a half, 12 months later to December. Mm-hmm. So this is a gentleman that said, "Hey, man, two to three months," and, and it was that was an accurate forecast. Mm-hmm. We didn't know COVID was yeah, going to happen, and not in the way it did, and all of the extra things that came with it either, for for certain. Oh yeah, and and that's another. I'm glad you brought it up. So 2020 had some some, some other surprises too. Mm-hmm. So, but I feel like his leadership did a really good job. Very calm, collective presence uh, for our officers in our city, and we we got through it as a as a team as a community. Um, go so I hired him. appointed the chief Glover. You know, appreciate mm-hmm. that. Didn't work out. So mm-hmm. ten months later, um, you know, we have another interim and. As much as we vet as possible, and we have a committee that that right. qualified, you know, we qualified Chief Glover and qualified Chief Griffin. Mm-hmm. So you know, we put them in, and you know, sometimes you just don't know when certain mm-hmm. allegations are going to pop up. So right. at that point, I have a binary choice: I either mm-hmm. keep the guy with allegations that 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 are substantiated, or I don't. So I don't mm-hmm. think it would be right for me to do the right. first choice. So right. here we are, another interim, and now we have uh, mm-hmm. Chief Poche. So. That just you know, facts facts matter sometimes. But I tell you, it's not as exciting, you know, for the clickbait guys. You know, you got to be able to make sure you sell ads, and I respect that. Hey, look, I'm a capitalist. You know, if that's if that's your thing, go do it. But just don't call yourself a journalist, you know, because facts should matter. But I will say this: that none of that bothers me. If we, my duty, my duty to the people in this regard is to keep keep us safe, protect life and property. If I got to put twenty chiefs in twenty weeks, I'll do it. It does not bother me. I don't lose a single ounce of sleep over that. Not, well, not one. And how much factors in, too, if officers are not happy with the person who is leading the department, does that play a part in it? Or Well, it, it, to say it doesn't wouldn't be completely accurate, but mm-hmm. we have to temper that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the, sometimes sure. when you're in a leader, leadership position, you're not mm-hmm. going to do things that, that everybody that you, likes. Yeah. And and not everybody knows all the, the facts, just right. like just like the person that's the director, in this case, the chief of police. Uh, he or she wouldn't necessarily know everything that patrol does, even mm. though they probably did patrol for a long time. Right. You know, it's just we all have a piece of the puzzle. No one's better than the other. It's just different, different on the arc chart. That's it. OK. Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory joining us. Whatever your topic is, you can get it in. We got some stuff coming up and Warren Abity is here. The- he cuts grass, too. Hey, oh, does he? Is there grass cutting there, too? I did not know about that. All right, so director of traffic and roads and bridges, and I have a question, and then obviously people are already app chatting. So yeah, we're someone gonna... in the app chat asks, is it high quality grass that you're cutting? Oh, <laughs> maybe. We're going to change it to Trab G. It's going to be Trab G. Tra- oh. Traffic, roads, and bridges and grass. The I like it. It is 733. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. Lafayette Live with Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory is brought to you by Southside Roofing. Hey, when choosing a roofing company, you can trust Southside Roofing. They'll provide quality craftsmanship and exceptional customer service. The only number you need to know for a free estimate and great work is 337 Roofing. That's 337 Roofing. Southside Roofing is a local company. So they have a lot in common with you, their neighbors, and they know what's important to you because those same things matter to them. Whether it's a minor or major repair, you want specialists, so you need Southside Roofing. They give dedication to every single project. Southside Roofing is a licensed and trusted Louisiana company with offices throughout the state, and they also offer military and senior discounts every day. 
337 Roofing. That's 337 Roofing. You can also go to SouthsideRoofingLA.com for more information. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. Lafayette Live is brought to you by Southside Roofing at 337 Roofing. Serving the Acadiana area for 20 years. Call Southside Roofing today at 337 Roofing for all of your roofing needs. It's coming up now at 738 on Acadiana's Amone. You broke out Johnny Mathis and Nisi Williams. I love it. Isn't it glorious? Well done. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about traffic. Let's get started there. Warren Abity, our director of traffic, roads, and bridges. Okay, sir, I'm very curious. How are speed limits determined? You know, we've got roads that have certain speed limits. It makes sense. Others, people go, "Uh, why is it that low? I mean... If we have a particular road, people can call the office or call 311. But how do y'all figure out what is the right kind of speed limit for something? Yeah, so I guess I would say one of the funnest subjects I talk to people about a lot is speed limits. Really? There's not many things that are more emotionally charged calls that I get, especially (laughs) when it comes to speed limits in neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. But the way we would typically set speed limits is we would collect data on the roadway and the idea is that the speed limit encourages drivers to do approximately the same speed. Okay. Right now, that's that feels like that happens less and less. Right. Now, because there's a lot of <laughs> aggressive driving out there. Yeah. Um, but typically, the intent of the speed limit is for people to travel approximately the same speed. Okay. And when that happens, in theory, if you go on the same speed, there's no rear ends or, you right. know, there. that's typically the safest point. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you, you know, recently, or, or in any road in Lafayette, the disparity of speed is interesting is, to, say is, the least. to me is is a lot more <laughs> a lot more varied than it used to be mm-hmm. uh, for some reason i don't know if it's the cell phone culture the instant gratification culture mm-hmm. though i want to get there now mm-hmm. but i think of ambassador caffrey extension you have a speed limit of 55 which is pretty fast right especially yes. in an urban area right and if you're not doing 60 to 65 they are running you off the uh, road yes yes and, so, and I'm the only woman in the right lane, and it's okay. <laughs> and we appreciate it. And, so, and so, I mean, I think one of the biggest complaints about speeding, especially in neighborhoods, is is aggressive driving. Yeah. And, and it's everywhere. Yeah. And one of the big problems that people ask often about is Ambassador Caffrey at Johnston Street, which I mean, that's both two state. Are they considered state highways at that intersection? So Johnston Johnston Street's a state highway and mm-hmm. Ambassador is the city street. Okay. In that section. In that section. Wait, actually, north of that, it's a, it's a city street. South of that, it's a state road. It's a state road. Yeah, so we have one of the three legs. And so that part of it, uh, you know, it seems to be that's one of the areas where people love to run red lights. I think we see it over and over and over again. But from a traffic standpoint, in terms of what you can and can't do, there's not much you can do. I mean, because let's face it. Aggressive driving has really become a problem in the last couple of years. I can make the light turn red. Yeah, right. I can't push the brake. Right, right, right. Exactly. So really, in terms of calming traffic, you just have to hope that people will take their time and be more patient, I'm assuming. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's a driver's responsibility behind the wheel. Yeah. Right. We can we can make rules. We can make laws. We can make Mm -hmm. the light turn red. We make the light turn green. But at the end of the day. You know, if somebody wants to go rogue and not stop at a, at a red light, as horrible as it is and as uh, inconsiderate as it is, yeah. unfortunately, it happens more than, than we would all like to admit. Yeah, I think so. 
and it's dangerous. We just don't know. You know, I think that's why so many people nowadays do hesitate at green lights. Um, and I don't blame them. Yeah. I Look don't blame in them. all directions real quick before you proceed. And, and, and T-bone crashes are the, the most lead to the most injury and fatalities out there because wow. you're hitting somebody in the door. Yeah. 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 You know, if you're hitting somebody in the, in the front or the, you have a buffer there yeah. but in the door. Yeah. You know, there ain't much there. And, Less buffer. Yep. And that delay on the intersection is very important. I know locally, right. you know, with, with, within our control, not state roads, which we work with the state and mm-hmm. with Vincent, you know, um, but I know locally we, we, we go out our way to put a delay in on the intersections yeah. um, mm-hmm. and, you know, work with the state where we can. But like the Evangeline Thruway, for example, extremely, extremely busy, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we got some work we're going to do and uh, with the state. But, man, um, you know, if you don't take the pause, you kind of you kind of taking a risk. I mean, like one or two mm-hmm. seconds is fine. Yeah. And the all red, all red is something I should have brought up. Good point. Okay, of, tell us more. I, I, so, I, want, I want everybody to recognize that, that I do listen when my directors yeah, brief me, okay? Yeah. I take everything in consideration, all right? And you forget nothing. You forget nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we built in what we call an all red phase. Okay. So what happens is, is when we're changing from one side street to the other, the signal will have a point in time where everything is red. Okay. To, to where if somebody ran the end of the yellow, Hopefully they would make it through before somebody on the side street. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, that, and, and one thing I've noticed is that there's a little bit of a discrepancy uh, in how it's used in Lafayette. You have some intersections that have it, but there's one Mud Avenue at uh, Louisiana Avenue where you go there. There's no all red and it happens at least once a day. Somebody blows through going through Louisiana Avenue a good two to three seconds after the lights turned. And if it weren't for defensive driving on the part of the person coming off Mud Avenue, you'd have a major crash there. So is there a way or that the city can go back and look at what streets have the all red, which ones don't, and implement it citywide? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to check the intersection you said Yeah. to uh, to make sure that it's in there. Um, but, but, yeah, no, it should be in there. Well, that's good. Yeah, because then you can review that. Okay, and We can review that citywide. Yeah, and it, it completely makes sense. Okay, question coming in. John would like to know. Why was Albertson's Parkway in Broussard switched from 50 miles an hour to 35 miles an hour? So, I'm not so, sure that area. Okay, tell no, us so more. That's, that's under the jurisdiction of the city of Broussard. Oh, okay. I wasn't involved in that. I can, I'll can. i be happy to reach out to them and ask. Okay, question, great. But yeah. It wasn't under our direct, direct so jurisdiction. So that, because that area is in the city limits of Broussard, right. they actually determine what yeah. happens. And so so we, that's okay. Real quick, do you have, we have their contact information? Yes, we Look, sure do. We'll follow yeah. up. Go, go ahead and answer. Yeah. So I was just going to say, our jurisdiction is the city of Lafayette and the unincorporated areas of the parish. Gotcha. If it's incorporated, it's for the local cities to decide. Mm. Now, with that in mind, especially considering Albertson Parkway does come into Lafayette, it crosses over the Youngsville Highway and becomes, is it Chemin Metairie? Or is it, uh, I forget which street it becomes. It becomes one of the other uh, major thoroughfares that goes into the city of Lafayette. So when it does connect to a road that leads into Lafayette, is there any discussion as to, uh, with the other cities uh, and LCG, as to what the speed limit should be? I mean, there could be um, for, for this for this road. I don't remember any discussion, but typically, typically the lines are you know established as to even you know, what, what roads we maintain. You know, it's up to a, the the corporate line. So mm-hmm. uh, typically, it could be at intersections where there's a character change in the road. It's uh, Lanavelle, by the way. I, I misspoke. Albertson Parkway becomes Lanavelle when it crosses the highway. All, all in the same area. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. We're, and typical, man, I tell you what, you know, when I came to Lafayette, uh, right going to, going to college, you know, I was delivering pizzas. A great way to learn the town, by That's the way. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, that did, is. Had paper map. It was all right. good, you know. Yep. And one thing I just really just always was scratching my head is how can I be at an intersection on one street? 
an intersection, okay? Right. I cross the intersection, and I'm on a different Somebody street. Else. I'm on the same road. And it's that, a different street. But you bring, that, you bring up something with that, and then that goes back to the That's planning really or wrong. lack thereof uh, from administrations many a year ago. But uh, I know Lafayette Parish government back in 1984-85 faced the same issue, and they changed a lot of street names to get rid of duplicate street mm, names and to that? get yeah. rid of... Uh, the random uh, roads starting, ending, and names changing. Is there any conversation right now with your office, the council, with residents about maybe making some of these street names more uniform? For example, Agnes and Simcoe, or the the list goes on and on. I'm trying to think of another good one right now. Louisiana well, Avenue Cameron and Johnston and Street, Mudd, Cameron you know, and Mud, Cameron, Cameron you know, Mud, and- Johnston Street. Yeah, you mm-hmm. Louisiana. Um, I haven't had much discussion on that. I've had kind of in passing some discussion with council members. Definitely would need my, my teammates over there in the council. It's, it's their, their function as far mm-hmm. as the, well, both of our ex- executive and legislative to, to do that. Um, there's some sensitivities though with the, with the renaming. Maybe some businesses would be implicated. Just little, little nothing we can't overcome. But, uh, on, on the note on, on the, uh, question regards to speed limit and Broussard, this, this is my recommendation. Another, another reason why we do this show. When in doubt, call in or call my office, uh, 337-291-8300 or call 311 and, and just, just ask your question. We'll, our customer service will, will, uh, route you the right place. But I meet with the mayors of, of the parish once, at least once a month. A lot of times it's more than once a month, but, mm-hmm. but we, we talk about these types of issues and, you know, we go back to our respective councils if we need to propose legislation. Uh, sometimes we can handle the situation administratively if, if, uh, if the authority's there through, through whatever particular ordinance or resolution. Um, but look, guys, if you're out there in our parish, if you have these types of questions, don't 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 think you have to uh, decipher in your mind. Just ask us if, it, if it's not in our direct jurisdiction at, at Lafayette Consolidated Government. I, we do work with our municipalities and, and that would be something that we could we can address. Now, a pure technicality, if it's like a parish road or, or a road that has a legis- or parish wide jurisdiction. Yeah, we could we could we could uh, regulate the speed. I don't think of any examples right now off the top of my head, but that would be a situation. So, again, I'm only saying that. If you're listening, don't feel like you you have to figure out which city hall to call. Right. <laughs> call exactly. <us. laughs> exactly. Great point. All right. Our next one is uh, from Pay. Pay says, just wanted to see if there's a timetable for the redirecting of Gallet Road at Highway 92 in Melbury. Gallet is supposed to be moved at that intersection and the curve straightened. So just another question of. I don't know if that's our area. Yeah. <clears throat> Not sure about that one. I'm going to have to follow up on that one. We'll have to get okay. back to him on that one. Um, nothing comes to mind as far as that project goes, but it may be it may be led by the state or it may be led by another municipality. Okay, cool. And we can, um, um, we'll follow up. If I have get the forwarded name. that. Yep. Okay. And so, great. Thank you for that. It's coming up on 748. We've got more app chats. We've got somebody on the phone waiting. So we got to get to it all coming up. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Lafayette Live is brought to you by Southside Roofing at 337 Roofing, serving the Acadiana area for 20 years. Call Southside Roofing today at 337 Roofing for all of your roofing needs. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News, Lafayette Live with Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory and our director of Traffic Roads and Bridges, Warren Abadie. So in the room this morning, we got to go to the phone lines. These lovely people waiting patiently. Okay, up first, 
a question, I believe, about Bonaire Road. Hi, go ahead. Yeah, between uh, Lonnyville, <clears throat> Bonaire Road, and Bassett Catholic crossover to uh, behind uh, Super One to Youngsville. Uh, when would that be redone and widened? Great question. And plus, the road that crossed over Lonnie, um, crossed from uh, Shed Mallory and Baptist Caffrey, put a red light right there. Now, the first road you mentioned was, say that the first road you mentioned was behind the Super One on Ambassador, you said? No. Ambassador Bonaire? Or am I... no, be no, between Lonnyville and Bowdoin Road, you go to Baptist Caffrey. I got you. Behind Super One, you go to Youngville, and plus, uh, Put a red light, the corner of Cemetery uh, and Bassett Caffrey. I got you. I misunderstood you. I heard you say Super One, and, and it threw me for a loop. So I wanted to make sure we got it right. Thank you. So there is a project to widen out Bonaire that Youngsville is doing that we are participating in. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know the limits right off the top of my head, but we can follow up on the limits and the okay. timeline of that. Great. All right. And we will do that. And a lot of the responses are posted right up on Facebook um, and the social media with Lafayette Consolidated Government. So when you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I wanted that answer, too. You know, tomorrow it'll probably be there late this afternoon. I mean, it's great. And then if you call in directly, you also get a response, um, you know, within the next day or so. All right. Jack has been waiting patiently. Hey, Jack, go ahead. Yes, I'm calling in regards to Ambassador Catherine North. About 40 years ago, the Planning Commission designated a corridor to build that road. My family owns property within that corridor, and we've been waiting 40 years, and I can't ever get an answer other than, oh, it's a state project, but yet the Planning Commission, the Parish Planning Commission, you know, kind of shuts down any development you may want to do. Do you have any comment or any knowledge about this project? So I know the project has existed as a plan mm -hmm. for, for quite some time. Yeah. Um, is the project currently active as far as it being designed and buying right away? No, not currently as far as an active project to getting mm -hmm. it done. Mm -hmm. It is definitely on the map. Mm -hmm. um, and there is some, the Acadiana Planning Commission is the, the commission that, you know, keeps track of the, the projects that are kind of impactful from a, from a regional standpoint. standpoint. And so it's on their radar. Mm -hmm. But is it currently active in design and others? No. Okay. I, I guess the real question is, will this happen at any point during our lifetime? <laughs> That's a um, tough you know, one. Or, it's, a, yeah. it's a tough one. Um, Price tag, do you know? Um, roughly. Uh, the state saying? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know exactly, but I mean, well, it's probably. we're going to need exact right now, Warren. And, <laughs> so, and we're, we're going to hold you to it with judicial interest. I mean, usually, usually an extension like that is upward of, you know, 30 to 50 million. That's kind of what I figured. Wow, yeah, 50, 50, 50 came to mind. Hey, look, I'll tell you, though, we're doing a lot of work with North San Antoine Extension. We're doing some work with Louisiana Avenue, working uh, internally to be able to fund that. We thought we could get some funding from the state, but the state was very good to laugh at Paris. That one just didn't make the mark, but we didn't have funds locally to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. That would add to it as we work on connectivity, but maintain neighborhood integrity, things like that. This would be a great opportunity. Possibly. I don't know. I'm not a traffic engineer. Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. It's, it's not that it's a, it's a bad project. I mean, it's definitely a good project. It's a good extension, but like everything else in government, we prioritize things, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, unless you get what, 30 to 50 over there and behind that oak tree, I'm looking at, that'd be pretty neat. <laughs> no, I know. Right. All right. Definitely. But it, you know, that's a great question. What yep. happens with that and how impactful might that be? Jack, Thank you very much. And somebody is going to follow up with you as well. So we appreciate it. All right. It's coming up now on 755. A quick break. More 
on Lafayette Live. Do we have another update? Oh, I just got a message from Mayor Ken Ritter out in Youngsville. So thank you, Mayor, for listening. And and, and a lot of our mayors, most if not all, listen to the show. Thank y'all for your kindness. Absolutely. So he had sent a message to me this summer. Uh, let's see. They're going to be mobilizing in regards to Ambassador to Fortune. So there's oh. going to be some. That's that's a huge project over there. I know Mayor Ritter and 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 have been working with us really well, and his leadership's doing a. He's just doing a great job over there in Youngsville. But roads like Bonan, Fortune, all these connectivity roads, got to work together. And I'm so glad to have teammates over there that that do that. It is coming up now in 756. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Global shares are mostly lower as investors continue to worry about inflation. European markets slipping in early trading, but Wall Street futures point to a higher opening. Will the cost ever come down? AAA reports gas prices hit another record high, with the national average for a gallon of regular up to $4.97. Microsoft and IBM laying off hundreds of employees in Russia. Many companies have scaled back or stopped doing business altogether in Russia to protest the invasion of Ukraine. Republican lawmakers demanding the IRS explain why it destroyed 30 million paper-filed tax documents last year. In a letter obtained by Fox Business, Representatives James Comer and Nancy Mace tell Commissioner Charles Reddick they're troubled over the findings of a recent agency audit and they are reviewing allegations of potential misconduct. The IRS previously saying there were no negative taxpayer consequences as a result of the document's destruction. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Steve Rappaport, invested in you. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived, but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T. It's coming up now on 758. We continue our conversation about traffic. Our director of traffic roads and bridges, Warren Abadie, is joining Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory in studio this morning. The number is 232-1542. You can use the KPL app with the phone icon, get you straight into the studio. So uh, John was asking about whether or not there might be any changes like Camellia at Gilbo. Um, you know, that that intersection still um, yeah. it's fun. It's fun. It's a fun yeah. intersection. Um, you know, if somebody runs a red light there, too, that's a that's a scary one. Um, so, so the fun thing about Johnson Camellia. Yeah. It's like it's the. It's the intersection people love to hate. Yes. Right? Yes, it is. But as Even an, for me. But as oh, an engineer. <laughs> and I drive slow. As an engineer, uh-huh. I really get to nerd out on this intersection. Right? Because there's no other geometry that can move eight lanes at one time. Absolutely. Is it too compact? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did we make it fit within the existing right-of-way? Is it a little tight? Yes. Right? Right. I, there's no denying that. Yes. But from a traffic standpoint... It moves mm-hmm. a lot of vehicles. And the thing and with it is, in the, what, 20 years of the intersection, no, 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 it's only been about 10 years now that the intersection has been configured as a continuous flow. 
Traffic crashes there have been reduced significantly. Traffic there flows much better than it ever did. I know people love to hate it, Mm -hmm. but Tony Trammell got this one right to give credit where credit is due. And from an engineering standpoint and from a police standpoint, Josh, I think you can speak to this as well. It's made life a hell of a lot easier for you guys because you don't have to deal with as many issues there as the city had to. And I'll say this, and, and I'm, Chief can always uh, trump me. He's the law enforcement officer, not, not me. Um, but one thing I can appreciate is when we have traffic moving efficiently, it helps out our police department. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best from a non-law enforcement officer looking at it. That's my perspective. So, right. it's, But it's got to be safely. So, And that's what, that's what you guys and do. Another thing I want to say is that people tend to complain about the Camellia side. Yeah. Right, because it's compact. Right. But nobody ever really complains about the fryer side that goes behind Circle K because it's split. Right. It's not so compact. So the idea of splitting out left turns uh-huh. is a good idea because of a traffic flow if you split it into new roadways where it's not so compact at the intersection. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like if a fryer lane existed on the Camellia side, then this intersection would be would be awesome. Right? <laughs> it wouldn't be so compact. It would still function as a from the engineering standpoint, but it wouldn't have the access issues that you have to, uh, on, the, on the corner parcels, and it wouldn't be so confusing because it's not so compact. But if you did, if you took what is that Lena Drive and made that the other access point, we still may be waiting for the project to get done because of all of the property that was there. So the city did the best it could. Oh no doubt, and, yeah, no and doubt. frankly, people still would have found a way to complain about it if you'd have done that. Yeah, but, what, but that nature. was my way of saying is that the idea of splitting off left turns to where eight lanes can go at one time. Is still on the table for other intersections, but we wouldn't build it as compact as Johnson Camellia because we learned a lesson from that. Yeah, we would build new roads that would have it would split the intersection by distance where it's not so confusing and so tight. And yeah, and that's what does make it kind of weird a right. little bit, I think. But there's know? no doubt that geometry from a traffic standpoint yeah. is the flows the most cars you can without an overpass. Yeah, yeah, and I do find it's such an easier intersection to be able to use to get where you're going. Right. It is more usable. Now, if only we could weird. do it at Ambassador and Johnston. Ah, that's fun. Yeah. Can or you put imagine? that overpass. Can <laughs> you imagine that? Don't laugh at all, because I'm I've seen some creativity with you now. You know, see his wheels are really turning. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen some designs, and I'm like, is this really? Is this a thing? You know, for, you know, you're working on something on Pinhook that you yeah. still have to work out some rings, still have to plan, so right. to make sure our engineering, our science is there. We don't want to, you know, be reckless, but we can move with tenacity, and we do. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but uh, that, I'm very very. I'm always pleased yeah. with with you and your mm-hmm. your team's efforts. So let me ask you, because we were talking about philosophy when you hire a police chief or appoint a police chief. You know, what about it? Uh, your philosophy in getting things done? You know, I think some people it does rub, rub them the wrong way. Um, but when you think about that, is that something that you think is de- a deeply held belief? Or do you think there's just not enough time to get all of the information out, especially mm. like when it comes to the drainage situation hey that let me tell you you just hit the nail on the head and it's and if there's anything that's frustrating is when you know the facts and you know the truth and it's not being portrayed in in you know certain media outlets that could be a little aggravating because you because i feel like it's reckless to to not inform the the public accurately you mm-hmm. know hey, good bad or ugly by the way because lord knows i made plenty of mistakes i got plenty of mistakes to go to in life i'm not perfect but um mm-hmm. but but our approach is Probably similar to the past in regards to you have to have design, you have to have engineering, you have to take, you have to get procurement, you have to follow all the rules. We just do it quicker, and I'm not apologizing for that. And the way that we're doing that is two things. 
One, we, you know, when we campaign, if everything's a priority, nothing's a priority. So when you get your priorities in order, it's easier to hyper-focus on, on those things. That's what you're elected to do, and you do it. You know, and the second thing is, is just being efficient and creative with the, uh, legally and ethically when, um, on how we approach it. So in the past, or approach a particular initiative. In the past, the, initi- the, the goal was to grow government. That was the only way we could do it. The only solution was to grow government, create these long-term financial mandate li- liabilities, retirement benefits, things like that, which – Great, our employees and every employee deserve that if it's on the table. What we've explained in our capacity is through contractual services, relying on the private sector. Now, there's rules with that, yes. and and I'm so thankful for our CAO. She's getting a lot of airtime today. She's not here, but that's okay. <laughs> it's just we show our love and respect. That's right. So, but there are certain rules like you can't contract out, for example, um, uh, a a civil service job that would be there for a certain amount of time. I think it's like a year or more, two or more. This the rules are pretty straightforward on that. But a lot of these initiatives like drainage, like roadside ditch cleaning, uh, maintenance, as-needed contracts to go dig dig some of these projects on, on the fly or, or in the future where we were, didn't foresee it. Mm-hmm. In the past, you would grow government for one or two initiatives, but then those initiatives go away, but you're still stuck with You're still with. stuck with all the retirement benefits, the other benefits, whatever may be. And, and the bureaucracy that goes with yeah. it. You know, because yeah. when, when folks are bored, the good idea fairy comes and touches on the forehead. Mm-hmm. And then right. uh, and then you got one person, a cubicle, making a decision for 250,000 people. And that's just not efficient, not necessarily bad faith. Mm-hmm. Just No, it's just you know. not efficient. You that's know? Right. And it is a, a style of government and a philosophy of government. Absolutely. Look, where do you place the power? I like to place the power and trust with the people. And it's not just a cliche. It's the private sector. We have to recognize there's things that the private sector does that the government that does it better than the government does. There are things that the government does that the better than the private sector. And when we get everybody on on uh, focusing on their job, staying in their lane, mainly mm-hmm. government. Okay, mm-hmm. so the private sector is going to stay in their lane naturally. There's too many motivating factors and, and forces that will create them to make them do that. But the public, it's so easy to live in that vacuum in the government. And just grow, 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 grow from your lens in a cubicle. Mm-hmm. And you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta find, find ways to increase capacity. We, we do it with the private sector and, you know, it's, it's been a vehicle that's worked very, very well for us and we're going to continue to do it. That's, that's how we're able to change the pace of government. And I, mm-hmm. I embrace it. With the pace of government, Nanette Cook had a lot of questions about the drainage stuff. And so two weeks will kind of be a time frame or whatever. Um, as far as providing the answers to those questions. Yeah, I was thought it was kind of interesting. You know, we're, as a chair, we talk a lot, and you know, we try to at least. You know, we have meetings, and you can ask those questions all. You don't have to wait for a microphone to ask, ask them. And you know, it, and maybe if if you feel like you need someone else to ask the questions for you and send it to you, then maybe just cut the middleman out. Just have that person send it to us, and we'll answer it. Okay. All right, we're starting to wrap up here because we are running out. Yeah, we are of time. way over time. This is News Talk 96.5 KPEL. K- News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Broadbridge Lafayette. I think Josh is starting to do it better than I am. I <laughs> hey, man, I, let me tell you. Look, this is I'm hedging my bets, all right? This is just- <laughs> <laughs> That's right, huh? Lord. Love it, love it. All right, gentlemen. Yes, Mr. Abadie, you have a, an update. One I have an update on Galad Road in 92. I reached out to the local district DOTD. The preliminary plans are underway. The survey is complete. And if right-of-way and utility uh, acquisitions go well, it could be bid by the end of next year. Okay. All right. Great update. Thank you so much for that. Warren Abadie, the Director of Traffic, Roads, and Bridges, has been joining us. Thank you for your time. Lafayette Mayor President Josh Guillory, thank you. Every Thursday, open phone lines, open text, open email. And we just no shoot script. all the questions on, straight on the air. No Appreciate script. That. We could be talking about football or, or the weather and the break and then mm-hmm. roll out there with a question. I'm telling you. 
Thank you for your time today. Thank you, guys. God Take bless care. you. Have a good weekend. You, you too. too. 807. At this point, most people are going to have that forecast pretty much memorized by now. Temperatures going to be sitting in the mid-90s. We're about 94 degrees for the high today. With the heat index getting well into the triple digits. Winds coming from the south at about 5 to 10 miles an hour. This is all coming along with mostly sunny skies. Not much of the way of rain chances again today. Maybe a few spotty showers as we roll into tomorrow. It looks like for the most part we are going to be staying dry over the next several days. Dry certainly going through the weekend. And mostly into next week as well. Speaking of next week, does look like it's going to be getting hotter. 95 to 97 degree temperatures going to start becoming the norm through the extended forecast. No real major rain chances out there either. So hot and dry coming up across Acadiana. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. It's coming up now on 816 Acadiana's Morning News. Bernie and Ian. Hey, good morning, Acadiana. What's up, Hanin? Hello. All right, so Thursdays, I mean, we get a chance to check in. With our guy, Eddie Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. Deputy Chief Eddie Thibodeau with St. Landry Crime Stoppers and St. Landry Sheriff's Office. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing uh, better now. <laughs> uh, Let's talk. Eddie, Let's... You wake up in the morning. You wake up in the morning to go visit my my family at Cape Hill, and you look down, and apparently uh, there's no air in my tire. Oh. Yeah, and it's... uh. Let me tell you, people, it's hot out there. <laughs> How hot the is tire. it? <laughs> uh, hot enough to well, to, to live your life right. It's just going to be uh, <laughs> if you go and talk to the devil. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> to start making you uh, going back to church. <laughs> it's so hot. Well, and it's super, isn't it super hard to get lug nuts off? I mean, don't you have to do that yeah, to, you know, like... Ooh, I that's and then to unload all the stuff that we have in our our units, you know. So it's uh, it's uh, you know, Brandon and Shannon was talking about cold showers uh, yesterday, <laughs> and they were giving excuses. Uh, I'll give you an excuse: have a, a a flat tire on you on you on your mode of transportation, <laughs> and even at seven o'clock in the morning. It's it's, but well, you know what? It's all good. That's all true. Good. That's true. It you was know, 78 degrees. I lost, I lost like 10 pounds out there with the sweat. Yeah. But I just I ate all y'all French fries. At a, I was <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I gained it all back. <laughs> well, I did try to you get deserved fries, it. But, uh, it's just not happening. Yeah, it's not, it's not happening. I know y'all wanted some morning fries the other day, but, uh, you know, we're going to have to just do it out. I know. We can make it. We can live, huh? I know it. For oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what are we going to talk about today on Crime Stoppers? What do people need to be on the lookout for? What's going on? Another shooter. And uh, this one shot a 14-year-old. May 4th, uh, Eunice Police Department, they responded to Acadia Street uh, in their city, of course. Uh, A 14-year-old victim sitting inside of a vehicle with gunshot wounds. Uh, The family actually brought him out there. Uh, They're looking for an Xavier Bernard Watson He's 31-year-old, black male. Uh, he's also got warrants out of California. Oh. Um, 
he had a last known address at Bujo Street in Eunice. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a attempted second degree murder, illegal use of weapons. Uh, uh, then it, it started off with uh, an altercation about a dog. And so he's got attempted aggravated cruelty to animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, like I said, we're, uh, we're out there helping every department there is, um, no matter what the crime is. But of course, you know, uh, and, you know, I'm not saying one crime is worse than the other. Uh, you know, theft is theft, catalytic converters. You saw the states up in yep. the, 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 the time and stuff. But uh, when you take a gun out and you can't solve a problem between you and another person, especially a 14-year-old boy, um, and you decide to shoot him, uh, you know, these people have no regard to, to like, don't respect life, don't respect their own lives. Yeah. Uh, so we want to get this guy out there. We'll post the, the video and the picture of uh, Watson on there and see if we can, you know, catch him up there. And you got to remember with our enhanced rewards, uh, now this guy didn't kill him. So, uh, you know, usually, you know, usually we come out and say you can earn up to $1,000. Uh, for my murders, we do an enhanced reward system. And I say you will receive a $2,500 cash reward. Mm-hmm. But this one, you know, being that uh, he didn't kill him, we're going to plug it into the computer and we'll see, you know, uh, what he gets, you know. Um, and like I said, he's also wanted in California. So that's going to up the value of the of the reward. Yeah. So, you know, um, hey, Father's Day coming. We might need some extra money. And, you know, we joke about it, you know, the different cash rewards and stuff, you know, uh, Christmas is coming. But, you know what, let's let's be serious. Let's get this shooter off the street. Yes. You know, that that would that would shoot a, uh, not just a 14 year old, shoot another person yeah. just because of an argument. And especially, you know, like you said, you, as a 14 year old, you can't just, you know, um, at any time during an argument, you don't pull out a gun. And so obviously, no. like you said, this person doesn't care about anybody else. And, you know, you know this, he's probably around here somewhere and somebody can crack the case. That's right. Or he's back in California and stuff. But, you know, the law clearly states you have to be in fear of great bodily harm or death, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and uh, reading the case, he was not in fear of great uh, bodily harm or death. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's evil out there. And, uh, you know, uh, you got to protect yourself, people. You, uh, you know, get your concealed weapon, mm-hmm. uh, open carry, whatever, you know, depending on where you're at. Um, I hate to say that, but, uh, you know, there, there's some... It's some crazy times right now mm-hmm. that, um, you know, just I, I, we believe in the Second Amendment. We believe in protecting yourself. But there's also a legal way you have to do it also. That's exactly right. And that's the thing to argue with somebody and shoot somebody. Right. And that's right. why training is so important. Yeah. I know you run training classes as well. What's the process for those who are interested in going about getting trained, getting, uh, getting a concealed carry license yeah, to make sure question. you're doing it the right way? Well, I'm glad you said that because uh, another church reached out to the sheriff's office after the, uh, after y'all hosted the sheriff, oh. and of course we talk about it. Caleb talks about it on on his show on Fridays. Uh, so we we do the the sheriff's office. We we conduct free trainings to uh, to local businesses. We like I said last week. Uh, I've been out to Sampson Rope and Broussard, uh, helping them guys out. We've done churches, schools. And I gotta, I gotta give some props to Lafayette. Uh, see him at the camps, uh, uh, talking about it. And you know, knowledge is power. Uh, we actually um, have a class June 18th this weekend. Uh, we'll, I will send y'all the stuff next weekend. I'm sorry. Um, and we talk about law. 
We talk about de-escalation. We talk about the nomenclature. You'd be surprised with people. What are the horror stories? One guy comes in and, you know, he, oh, I've been shooting all my life and stuff. Well, he had taken apart his, his gun three months prior to the class. Okay. And, you know, he put his gun back together wrong, his, his trigger spring, and his gun wouldn't fire. Oh. He never test fired it after that. And so uh, the training of not just on the law, and th that's, that's the big thing. We do a lot of law. When, when you leave a sheriff's office class or, or Caleb's and stuff like that, it, it's more almost a, a law class to let you know when and when you cannot shoot. And I've got people that's been shooting their whole life, and they just leave shocked saying, I didn't know that. But this case, he, he was carrying a gun for three months that wouldn't even fire. Wow. So we talk about the, the proper way to clean your weapons. We talk child. Well, one of my biggest things, if you ever come to my class, we do child access prevention. You know, it's all, everybody's talking about, you know, keeping away gun locks. We really concentrate on keeping your guns out of the hands of kids in your own home. Well, I don't have kids. Well, what if you're cutting the grass and your neighbor's kid, That's hey, right. Mr. Whatever, can I go cut? Can I go use the bathroom in your house and your guns out? Uh, your grandkids, my kids know, but do their friends know? So, you know, we talk a lot about just safety with the kids. Uh, and we talk about actually friend prevention too. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Some of our friends, yes, some of our friends don't uh, know how to handle the weapon. Um, so it's a good course. So it's January um, 18th, and uh, we'll send it out to y'all, and uh, maybe y'all can post it on y'all uh, sites or something. Um, we just think that, and we do it, uh, now the class is $100 for everything, the notary, the online help, the fingerprints, a good Cajun lunch, um, the range fee, everything's for $100, uh, and we donate every every single dollar to proceed to, to charities. Uh, we've, some, uh, real quick, I know we show on time, we've, we've bought an air conditioner for the Eunice Community Clinic, we've bought, uh, we paid for a bone marrow test out of a 14-year-old girl in Lafayette. Uh, the Shriners, the Dyslexia, the Speech Foundation. So we raise a lot of money for charity. All our guys from the Sheriff's Office uh, volunteers their time. I got to tell you, Eddie, we appreciate everything, all the men and women in blue. And thank you for your time today. And we'll see what we can do to share it on social media and hopefully well, catch this Watson guy. Well, we will. Yeah. Uh, one more time. Uh, Xavier Bernard Watson, 31 years old. Eunice Police Department, one in California also. Go to stlandercrimestoppers.com or St. Landry Facebook page and look at them and look at the video and hopefully you can earn some cash and take a uh, uh, would-be murderer off the street. Amen to that, sir. Eddie, thanks. Have a great day. Have a great day and we'll see y'all next week. Okay. Sounds my good, friend. brother. Shy. Boy, Eddie had a rough one with a tire, a flat tire in the morning, huh? That's yeah. rough. Ooh, Lord. All right, a quick break and headlines on the way. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon, next on News Talk 96.5. Cape Radio. I'm Brandon Como, and you're locked into Cape Health. Get my take on the day's biggest stories alongside Shannon Wilkerson. Offsides, weekdays at 4 on News Talk 96.5. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center.
It's 8.30. It's 80 degrees. Heat index already around the 90-degree mark. It's a gold bond medicated powder kind of day. High of 94 with a 10% chance of showers. Heat indices nearing or above or going above 100. A full look at the forecast in a few minutes for News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Ian Ozan. We start with breaking news. If you don't have deodorant, get it. You're going to need it. In Evangeline Parish, escaped inmates are now in custody, three of them to be precise. Joseph Kirkland, Justin Malawsaw, and Atticus Miller all escaped from the parish jail late Wednesday afternoon. They were free for about 12 hours before they were captured. The Lafayette City Council says no to a pay raise for the Lafayette Police Chief. Mayor President Josh Guillory proposed raising the chief's salary from $132 to $170,000 to attract more candidates for the job. Councilmember Glenn Lazard asked why the chief's job was advertised with a higher salary before the council could vote on the change. Andy Knott can't question the proposed salary as proposed to salaries or as compared to salaries in other cities. I'm questioning my ability to read. For example, Baton Rouge's police chief makes $145,000. New Orleans' chief makes $180,000. Council members also want answers about the St. Martin Parish Spoil Banks project and LCG's other drainage projects. Specifically, they want to know why the Spoil Banks project wasn't bid out and why it was performed under an as-needed excavation contract. A bill that would allow students who want the top scholarship to substitute computer coding for foreign languages is on the governor's desk. Its sponsor says it could create more pathways to jobs for Louisiana students. David Grubb has that story. Monday, the legislature approved a bill that will allow students seeking TOPS eligibility to substitute computer coding for foreign language credits. SB 191 was sponsored by Slidell Senator Sharon Hewitt, who says there's a critical shortage of coders in the state. We have to triple the number of computer coding people in our state in the next five years just to meet the current demand that we can forecast. While there was pushback from some lawmakers who believe foreign languages are essential, Hewitt says she doesn't disagree. She just wants to provide another option for students that could better serve their academic needs and give them a marketable skill at the same time. I'm David Grubb. In sports, the Boston Celtics take the lead in the NBA Finals. The Celtics beat the Golden State Warriors 116-100 to last night to go ahead in the series two games to one. Steph Curry suffered a leg injury late in the fourth quarter. He's day-to-day. In college softball, Oklahoma hit six home runs. That's a new Women's College World Series record. They beat Texas in the first game of the World Series, 16-1. to Game two tonight at 7 on ESPN. Did the Los Angeles Angels lose yesterday? Yes, they did. one nothing to the Boston Red Sox. Their streak is now at 14 games. All right, Bernie, Powerball jackpot at $228 million. Lotto, I gotta get a ticket. Lotto at $2,025,000. Easy five jackpot resets. Somebody in Thibodeau won $200,000. Wow. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, I'm good. I had a frog in my throat. Excuse me. But the other good news, Bell Chase. Somebody won $200,000 there on the Powerball. Somebody in Sulphur won $50,000 on the Powerball last night. All right, Bernie. Yes. all the other options this morning, so we're going to give you the world records. Oh, okay. Bring it that on. we have this morning. We start in the Chicago suburb of Westmont. Okay. Jewel Osco is the name of a of a store there or a store chain. And they wanted to break a world record. Would you like to guess what world record Jewel Osco wanted to break? Uh how much soup someone could eat in one sitting. No. No. No soupy? No soup. They for you? set up a display okay. of bananas. More than seventy thousand pounds of bananas Whoa. to be precise. Fresh Del Monte. Uh, yeah, the, the Del Monte fruit. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. They teamed up with Jewel Osco to create a massive banana stand outside their store in Westmont. That is pretty cool. The previous Guinness World Record was held by someone in Brazil. I'm not even going to attempt to uh, pronounce their Brazilian name. 
they put together a display of 41,459 pounds. Wait, wait. Of okay. food back yeah, in 2016. Yeah. Okay. So Jewel Osco says mm-hmm. theirs had 70,000 pounds mm-hmm. of bananas. Mm-hmm. Guinness adjudicator visited the scene on Wednesday, confirmed the bananas broke the record. American ingenuity. Gotta love it. Who doesn't want to go bananas? By the way, some uh, would be sold to Jewel Osco customers. Uh-huh. The rest will be donated to a food bank. Oh, so cool. the bananas are going to That's the bananas awesome. are not going to waste. They're going yeah. to a yeah. good cause. Yeah. Well, and that makes sense. You know, nice. Yeah. So there you go. 70,000 pounds of bananas. Mm-hmm. World record. The other world record. We go across the pond for this one. Oh, uh, we'll go across the pond if my computer cooperates. Well, it might be tired. It doesn't want to go. Maybe. How's it tired? It, uh-huh. It's got one more day to go until we get to Friday. <laughs> it has to do with the Welsh guy. And you said something a second ago. About yeah. how much stuff you could eat. Yeah. Well, this guy set a record. Not necessarily how much you can eat, but how much you could drink. A man from from Wales broke a Guinness World Record by visiting 56 different pubs in 24 hours and having at least one beverage at each. Wow. Gareth Murphy is his name. He's 29 years old, so his gut and his liver can handle it. Drank at 56 Cardiff pubs, or Cardiff pubs, rather. Cardiff, okay. Yes, Cardiff, Wales. Mm, He drank at 56 Welsh pubs (laughs) in Cardiff (laughs) in 24 hours back on February 5th. The previous record set by an Englishman Uh was 51 pubs back in 2021. Wow. So my question is, Bernie, is there an enterprising person here in Lafayette who is willing to break the record? (laughs) Or do our bars here count as pubs? Does it have to be a, a pub pub? Or, uh, hmm, that's a good question because I mean, can't we just use bars and we could set the record? Well, that's what I'm wondering. We'll uh-huh. have to check with Guinness, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, like, do you have to serve a sandwich at the uh, so it can be considered a bar pub? I don't you know, know by their standards. According to Guinness, <laughs> Murphy was required to have an alcoholic beverage. Wait, hold on, he was required to have a drink at each pub, but they're not required to be alcoholic. Oh. Which I think defeats the purpose of this. He's Murphy said he did have some beer during his attempt, but his drinks also included orange juice, apple juice, Coke, lemonade, Diet Pepsi, well, and cranberry juice. Maybe you know you. I guess they have to do it that way so you don't get alcohol poisoning. That's true. You know, because then you can't. Nobody would want you. But to he's from Wales. I, I ah, you figure they can handle it. Stop talking about my relatives, man. No, 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 no. Look, <laughs> you, you've never been to the beach and been pulled back into the water by Greenpeace. Until that happens to ah. you, you can't talk. <laughs> oh, dude, you're so funny. I love you. All right, eight thirty-six. Your news update is brought to you by <laughs> Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over forty thousand furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Plenty of sunshine across Acadiana once again today. Temperature is going to be sitting in the mid-90s with the heat index getting well into the triple digits. Another hot one out there. Winds from the south at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Mostly sunny skies. Maybe a few spotty showers coming up for tomorrow. We'll go with about a 30% chance of rain out there for your Friday afternoon. Mostly, though, it's very quiet and staying that way through the weekend. Temperature is not looking to cool down anytime soon. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. And right now, 80 degrees. We got plenty of sunshine. You know what else is out there that's in a plenty is the bugs. Oh, man, I don't care where there's like the silverfish, mosquitoes. You got some little areas with gnats. You got roaches that are out there. There's a friend of mine, Mario Weiss. I love him. Uh, he's always doing good works for charity, but this is the gentleman that owns 
Ragin' Pest Elimination. You can find them at RaginPest.com. And you know what? This is what happens in the hotter months. You end up seeing more and more of bugs and pests. And Mario is just like me. He can't stand that stuff. Who wants to have to deal with that? Nobody. The man hates bugs. Like, a- as much as I do. Ragin' Pest Elimination can get the job done for you. And they're going to give you a free estimate, which I think is great. Mario is a super fine human being. He is just the nicest guy you're going to meet. He really does hate bugs. Termites also can be such a mess eating away at your home and you never know it. Your biggest investment, your home. So protect it and protect it from a friend. Mario Vice with Rage and Pest Elimination. They're your professional pest elimination solution people. And they can do it all for you. They will give you the free estimate. 234-3095. 234-3095. It's 234-3095. I, I want to give this to you. Do you know that termite damage can mean thousands? And some people, it's so bad that you end up having to pay so much. So don't go through any trouble like that. And if you're like Ian and, you know, you're mm-hmm. like me, you don't like any kind of bugs. And this is for sure the season. Call Mario, Raging Pest Elimination, an all-around good guy, and they are becoming the fastest-growing pest elimination in this area and across the state. Good guys. 234-3095. 234 3095 News Talk 96.5, KPL, right now, traffic. Okay, as far as traffic goes, nothing going on. Yay, we'll take it. Good job. Good job, Acadiana. Hey, if you see some traffic trouble, use the KPL app, hit the phone icon, you'll get to... It is coming up now on 843 on Acadiana's Morning News. Watching. That's one of our questions. Tonight, they're going to have this uh, this produced television program about what happened with Capitol uh, riot situation, whatever word you want to use that happened January 6th. So uh, and people are the organizers are saying that there will be footage that's never been seen, information that has never been revealed. Is this something that people will be watching tonight? I'm going to watch it. I want to know to see, okay, what do they have? What are they saying with all of this? Um, because I'd like to see. I don't, the whole producer thing does kind of send me for That loop. sends me for a loop as well. And that's something where I don't know what his job is. I don't know if he's producing the cast for C-SPAN. I mean, because I'd imagine that's the feed that all the TVs are taking is this, the feed that C-SPAN has. I don't know what this producer is doing. I don't know why he was hired. Mm -hmm. As someone who works in the news business, it kind of irks me Mm -hmm. that he would do this. But with that said, he is no longer employed by his former network. Mm -hmm. He is doing this, I'd imagine, as a freelancer. Mm -hmm. And, hey, he's got a right to work. He's got a right to make his money. Mm -hmm. Good for him. I hope, though, that this sticks to whatever facts are there and this doesn't become the price is right of government activity, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid that this has an opportunity 
to devolve into more showbiz than the work of the American people. And I hope that we don't have that. I know. I understand why they want to do prime time. Right. But there's still something that's unsettling about it. I I agree. And, you know, so said they'll give an overview of the entire investigation, a preview of the hearings to come. Um, I'm going to watch it because Mm -hmm. people are going to be talking about it. Right. And I'm wondering. I, I just hope it's not. I don't know. You know, I I see these programs on on television channels. You know, they they offer news programs, and I'll watch them from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it doesn't end up in such a dramatic fashion as that to be dramatized, because I, the point to me is not about mm-hmm. that. I don't want the theatrics. Just give people the information and let them decide for themselves, and then they can call their member. Mm-hmm. Of Congress. It's performative politics. So yeah. whether or not it's primetime, daytime, yeah. overnight on mm-hmm. Skinamax, doesn't matter mm-hmm. what they're doing. It's there, there's going to be a dramatic aspect to it. But the more I think about it, I understand why. why? Or I can understand why they would want to do primetime. Mm-hmm. Because this is something that popped up online yesterday. People were complaining. Why is nobody, why are the three major networks not running the Uvalde hearings during the day? Mm-hmm. And that's because the network's really don't want to devote that much time and lose that much money unless it's major. The Watergate hearings were one thing. Again, you have to look at that time, that era, that place. You also have to look at how the networks were viewed by the public and by the FCC. Nowadays, people look at TV more as entertainment as opposed to information. Well, and if you run during daytime, how, you yeah. run the risk of of dropping soap operas, game shows, and and stations risk losing money. Absolutely, and I get that. I completely get that side of it. My thing about the Uvalde thing is I can understand not putting it on there, too, because right. remember how we all, as a group of media people in this area in Lafayette, banded together, and we were not going to say the name of the person who was responsible for the grand for the shooting. Suit. Yeah. Right. We focused on the victims mm-hmm. and their experiences and what they needed from mm-hmm. us as a community. Right. And I think it's a right move not to have put the Uvalde, you know, not mm-hmm. put the Uvalde situation. Right. I don't think we give any more credence to people who do evil things. No, I'm talking about the hearings yesterday. And the thing with the hearings, some of the victims' family members did speak. But the other part with not running those particular hearings in daytime is the fact that when you run something in daytime with people with all the TV options they have and the fact that people aren't necessarily home during that time, you're losing a lot of the audience. And, there's that and, I, and Congress, or at least the, uh, those in charge of tonight's hearing, wanted mm-hmm. to get the largest possible audience. We had a, a, a viewer, or a viewer, a listener yesterday chime in via the app. I think it was Deborah saying there are going to, going to be a lot of people going to Netflix tonight. And that may be the case. There's yeah. some people who I either don't some care that don't want to hear about or it don't want to hear it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I would hope just for the sake of civic discussion, whether you agree, whether you disagree, I would mm-hmm. hope for the sake of all that is good with our republic, that people watch it with an open mind, even if you don't have an open mind, watch it to see what's there. That way you're better informed about what's going on in our country, because the more you know what's going on, the better you can navigate. Yeah. The minefield this is. And I understand that side of it. And I also understand people who say I'm done with it. I was Mm -hmm. done with it after a few weeks because that's how we have moved along in society. Mm -hmm. 
and and I get people say they're done with it, they're tired of it, but I also mm-hmm. feel for those of us who work in this and have to talk sure. about it day to day, we're tired of it too, but we have to live in well, it. Sure. And I think that's but, part of the reality. We have to understand, live in it. But understand, people will live in it again the next mm-hmm. time a presidential election rolls around. Mm-hmm. They will actually think about that. That will be part of, of the entire, because you know it's going to come back as massive questions during any debates. That will feature in any debate. So I think at that time, maybe people go back and view some of, of the video, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, of, of the hearings and the testimony. I don't know. I, I've i gotten mixed reaction from the different people that I've spoken to. Yeah. You know, some just saying, I'm not going to bother. Others saying, I'm going to take a look at least. And then in the middle, you got people saying, there's a hearing? Right, right. Yeah. So um, we shall see, I guess, huh? Were you were you stopped listening to what Moon was saying? Because we, no. we can hear him through the door. I don't know if the microphone's picking up. No, but. I was. Uh, I still have a little bit of that migraine. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a pause in my brain. My brain was like, "Stop, lady, you're old." <laughs> All right, switching gears a little bit because mm-hmm. we always have goofy stories. Yes. Okay, so um, I'm going to start with this one. <sighs> Parking. We were talking about parking earlier in the week and how people will take up two spaces. Yes. It's really annoying. So on Facebook, there are a variety of different parking groups that will take pictures of people and post it. Well, a guy, actually, he's from St. Paul. His name is Jim, and he happened to be looking at this this Facebook page about people that park terribly. Mm -hmm. He's like, God, that looks like my car. Because his car had been stolen like four days before. Dude, where's my car? Yeah, so he totally went to that area. Guess Mm -hmm. what? It was his car. Oh. He opened the door, put the key in it, and he stole his own car back. Nice job, Jim. That's right. You don't mess around with Big Jim. No, you don't step on Superman's cape. You don't spit in the wind. You don't. You don't Mm -hmm. suck the mask off the old little ranger, and you don't mess around with Jim. That's right. Jennifer Martz of Chicora, Pennsylvania, is not going to probably be invited to many more weddings because she, oh, Lord. Did she pull a Freddie Martin, go eat the food and not get invited? Well, it was worse than that. She attended a wedding this past weekend and was caught stealing gifts. Yeah. She had over $4,000 worth of items stuffed in her big old bra cups. How big were her bazooms? Okay, so basically what it's being described as is they weren't really, like, it wasn't full of, you know, her natural assets. Oh, so she was, uh, instead she of shouldn't. having, so instead mm-hmm. of having a push-up, she was, uh, she mm-hmm. had enough to where she could abscond with the goods. Well, she was pushing in, pushing the gifts into her, yeah, yes, over-the-shoulder boulder holder. And you think that's weird? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, no. You thought that was weird? Well, here is this one. Good Lord. Oh, my Lord. They got that little lizard, and he does the ads for Geico. He, oh, that lizard, yes. Okay. The gecko. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready for this? Hold okay. on hold on to, to our desk here, because you're going to freak out. Because I, I read this, and I'm like, what the... A Missouri court Mm -hmm. has ordered Geico, the car insurance company, to pay a woman $5.2 million after she had unprotected romantic involvement with a guy in a vehicle insured by Geico. The woman apparently wound up getting an STD. 
she sued Geico, and because the law apparently was on this woman's side, the court found that Geico did play a part in the incident and her getting an STD because she chose to have unprotected sex, and she walks away with a $5.2 million payday. Hold on. Wait. So this guy didn't have comprehensive. He only had collision. <laughs> or maybe he had collision and didn't have enough. I uh, guess he didn't have no rain X, huh? <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be mostly sunny and hot today. It's hot in here now. High in 94, mostly clear. An overnight low in 77 degrees. God willing, and if the checks don't bounce. And if we don't get fired. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, it's hard, I know, because I have trouble. Can we try to love one another? Amen. News Talk 96.5. K-Bell. Depend on it. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords, where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit lordsrmc.com. We listen. We heal. For more information. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. First-time weekly jobless claims pull a U-turn. The Labor Department reporting 229,000 Americans applied for initial benefits last week, up by 27,000 from the previous week's revised level. That's the most since mid-January. The European Central Bank announcing it will raise interest rates next month for the first time in 11 years, followed by another hike in September. The bank saying inflation had become a major challenge and that forces driving it up have broadened and intensified. Back home, the Federal Reserve is expected to raise a key interest rate by half a percentage point at its policy meeting next week. The head of the Federal Trade Commission saying the agency is pushing an agenda of actions and policies to protect children's privacy online. The work will include tougher enforcement of a law governing child privacy and eyeing algorithms used by social media platforms to target young people. FTC Commissioner Lena Khan saying children's privacy is enormously important. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Steve Rappaport, invested in you. After 9-11, Ben Harrow couldn't wait to enlist in the Army. But in Afghanistan, Ben stepped on an IED while leading an anti-terrorism mission. Ben survived, but lost both of his legs above the knee, two fingers, and sustained injuries to his right forearm. Ben now lives in a smart home from the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which gave him back his independence despite his severe physical challenges. Help heroes like Ben. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2. Want to impress your coworkers? Set them up in Baton Rouge. The Westside's newly renovated conference center is the perfect perfect spot for your next business retreat. Plan now at westbatonrouge.net. That's westbatonrouge.net. If you like a cleaning product that can be used in the garage, the laundry, and the kitchen that'll save space in your cabinet, to learn more, visit simplegreen.com.